Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened on Friday? Names. It was Lots the descendants of, of Reuben Fucking names. and Gad Goddamn and names. two and a half tribes. Shit ass names. And yeah. Fuck these names. Fuck these names. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to be professional here oh, just for a minute. Oh, is that what we were going for? Just for a sec. Just for a second. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, those names happen. Yeah, there was names. All those descendants. Names. And. Oh, I've got a, I've got a quick announcement real quick. 
Oh, do you? I do. A quick do. announcement real quick? Yes, real quick. Okay, good, because I was trying not to yawn. You so. didn't succeed. No, I didn't. No. You go on. Um. So, all right, we have two things going on. We've got ACAST Plus now, which lets you skip ads, and you might have caught that little teaser at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. And now we are also offering our um, ads, or I'm sorry, <laughs> we're offering <laughs> our episodes ad-free to our patrons as well. As early access, which also is one of the things you can get with ACAST Plus. But we wanted to make sure we were hitting everybody across the board equally with the same benefits. So Patreon and ACAST Plus both will offer you ad-free and early access depending on what tiers you sign up for. Right. So I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that. Because Um, we didn't want anybody um, paying for something elsewhere and getting things that our patrons weren't receiving. That's not fair. There is one downside, and that is that I can't go back to previous episodes and make them ad-free for Patreon. So that, unfortunately, will not be available on Patreon that way. But going forward, they will be ad-free on Patreon and early access. Yeah. So that was pretty much it. Um, That was our intro, though, for First Chronicles Chapter 5. Correct. And today we'll be getting into... First Chronicles Chapter 6. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. (laughs) So we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are, and our supporters can go there and support us, and we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there, so it it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to to not cheap. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount, so, like, any support is always appreciated. So, what... Exactly is Patreon. It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. And Just our podcast? Any podcast or any <laughs> performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there. So head on over and send us some love. Yeah. Okay, First Chronicles chapter 6. Okay. Y'all hold on to your butts because this one's <laughs> going to be a bit lengthy. Is it? Is yep, it? Okay. yep. Sorry. Yeah. We're starting with the sons of Levi here. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. More descendants. Yeah. The sons of Levi were Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. The descendants of Kohath included Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uziel. The children of Amram were Aaron, Moses, and Miriam. Oh. We know those three. Well, I know, yeah, that, there's we know some those names three. we know. Yeah. The sons of Aaron were Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. Some of those guys died lighting the, um, you know, yeah, they, the incense. They did it with wrong. the wrong wood. They the wrong did it wrong, wood. and they died immediately. Idiots. And Aaron was they not allowed to cry. You should know better than to use the wrong fucking wood on an incense. I mean, what were they thinking? I have no idea what crazy. God was thinking. It's fucking crazy. If he was going to punish something that harsh, and then right? later on, people are literally... Worshipping other gods and you're like, meh, whatever. Right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Eleazar was the father of Phineas. Phineas was the father of Abishua. Abishua was the father of Buki. Buki was the father of Uzi. Uzi was the father of Zerahiah. Zerahiah was the father of Marioth. Marioth was the father of Amaria. Amariah. Amariah. Okay. Amariah was the father of Ahitub. Ahitub was the father of Zadok. Every time I see the name Zadok, yeah. I can't help but think of um, that character from, um, is it was it the X-Men or is it in the Marvel Universe? He's got like a TV head chest thing. Oh. Like yeah, Madoc. I, I, I know. Zadok. I know who you're talking about, but mm-hmm. I don't know his name. Yeah, me neither. So, sorry. Fail on that one. I know, I know. Yeah. But anyway... Um, that guy was the father of Ahimaz. Ahimaz was the father of Azariah. Azariah was the father of Johanan. Johanan. Okay. Johanan was the father of Azariah, the high priest at the temple built by Solomon in Jerusalem. Oh, okay. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. That guy's apparently a little bit more important. Hmm. He gets a a disclaimer. Yeah. Our cat is getting into the Tootsie Tootsie Rolls. rolls. (laughs) That's hilarious. Okay, you go get that Tootsie okay, Rolls yeah. read off some names real quick yeah. here. Yeah. Azariah was the father of Amariah. Amariah was the father of Ahitub. Ahitub was the father of Zadok. Zadok was the father of Shalom. Shalom was the father of Hilkiah. Hilkiah was the father of Azariah. That cat really wants some fucking she Tootsie Rolls. Tootsie Roll, yeah. I mean, not that I blame her. Right. You guys, I know that Tootsie Rolls are like the trash candy at the bottom of your... Um, Halloween trick-or-treat bag. They're like the last things that you eat when all the good candy is gone. Mm-hmm. But I get them every single November for NaNoWriMo. For yeah. yeah. Or I, you I said, should probably quickly explain what NaNoWriMo is for those that don't know. Right, 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 right. And I said November, but I actually buy them in October. Well, yeah, you got to prep. You know, November you got the... is National Novel Writing Month, wherein you attempt to... Write 50,000 words of a novel in the 30 days of November. Correct. Or at least 50,000 words of something. Well, yeah. I mean, depending on how you play it, you know. Yeah. Like, specifically, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. You can, you know, you can. Nobody's judging you. You do what you want. You know, self accountability. Yeah, it's self accountability, and the point is supposed to be to get rid of your inner editor and just throw vomit some shit onto paper to free up your creative side. Right. And in order to do that, you have to write approximately one thousand six hundred and sixty-seven words per day. And in order to do that. I get Tootsie Rolls because 
um, that helps me. Gotcha. Yeah. I need a prize. Yep. So that's my writing prize. Okay. So that's why I had them out. Well, that's why we had them. I had them out because I was writing stuff today and the cat was getting into them, which cats can't have chocolate. And even though I don't know if Tootsie Rolls are actually real chocolate, I don't want to find out by having her eat them and barf it up. Yeah. Now our cat's attacking her tail. Well. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. Cats, <laughs> Just like, what is she doing in there? Cats do that. Apparently. Okay. Okay, so she's taking, Azariah. She's stealing the show today. Apparently. I know. I'm so like, sorry. So, writing, NaNoWriMo, cat, Tootsie Rolls. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Back to names. Back to names. Azariah was the father of Sariah. Sariah was the father of Jehozadak. That is a mouthful. <laughs> Who went into exile. That's what she said. <laughs> Sorry, so I could not, I could not. You're stupid. It was right there. I know, right there. I know. Who went into exile when the Lord sent the people of Judah and Jerusalem into ca- captivity under Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, okay. Okay? Yeah. That's who that guy was. Yeah. Jehozadak. Got it. Okay. The sons of Levi, so now we're backing up, we're going over to Levi. Sure. Okay. Were Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. The descendants of Gershon included Libni and Shimai. The descendants of Kohath included Amram, Izhar, Hebron, and Uziel. Okay. This is just so <laughs> boring. Even though it's like names I'm starting to recognize, I'm like, Yeah, so... no, I mean, that's at least, it's every time they say more than just like the name, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, there's something. I know. They said something different. I know that one. Like, that's awesome. Right? The descendants of Merari included Molly and Mushi. The following were the Levite clans listed according to their ancestral descent. Okay. The descendants of Gershon included Libni, Jahath, Zimma, Joah, Ido, Zura, and Jaathari. Mm-hmm. The descendants of Kohath included Aminadab, Korah, Asir, Elkanah, Abiasaph, Asir, Tehath, Uriel, Uzziah, and Shal. The descendants of, for fuck's sake. (laughs) The descendants of Elkanah included Amasai, Ahimoth, Elkanah. There's lots of Elkanahs in there. Yeah, yeah. Zophai, Nahath, Eliabab, or I'm sorry, Eliab, Jeroham, Elkanah again, and Samuel. Okay. Okay. The sons of Samuel were Joel, the older, and Abijah, the second. Right. I don't know why that's pointed out there. Like, usually the older is listed first. Right, right. So, yep, got it. I don't, well, well, didn't Samuel have, is Samuel the one that had the the son that fought against him and then the other guy took over or something like that? I don't fucking remember. I can't remember right off the top of my head. I I don't remember at all. I remember one of those guys had something happen like that. That's in the past. Yeah, I'm go back and it. listen to that episode and let us know what we said. Yeah, what, have, <laughs> what, what we said. What have we said? I mean, you know, okay, so like I, I'm learning I'm learning generally about the, the Bible, but there's so much entanglement with different times yes. and people and things like that. It's hard to specifically keep track of every single thing that happened. And we don't have a producer to give us notes like, you know, while we're reading. So yeah, yeah. we're like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what you're getting is raw stupidity. Yeah. No. Raw Which, stupidity. I hope, mean. Hope you're enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we try. We, we try. We try. Yeah. We usually get it wrong, but I mean, whatever. I don't think we usually. Like, I'd say we're at least 50-50. It's true. You true. know? Sometimes we, we, we pull it, we one out. We get it right out. sometimes. 
The descendants of Merari included Mali, Libni, Shemai, Yuza, Shemaya, Haggai, and Asiah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's a. I hate to be their parents. Like, which, <laughs> right? This just seems like that'd be hard to remember. So now we're entering a new little section of this chapter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. David assigned the following men to lead the music at the house of the Lord after the ark was placed there. Mm. Okay. They ministered with music at the tabernacle until Solomon built the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem. They carried out their work following all the regulations handed down to them. These. Handed. Isn't that what I said? said? Hounded. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. (laughs) Handed down to them. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. These are the men who served along with their sons. Heman, the musician, was from the clan of Kohath. His genealogy was traced back through. He had the power of grace call. He did. He did. Okay. I'm going to go through these names. I'm going to blow through them as fast as I can. blowing through them. His genealogy was traced back through. Joel, Samuel, Elkanah, Jeroam, Eliel, Toa, Zuf, Elkanah, Mahath, Amasai, Elkanah, Joel, Azariah, Zephaniah, Tehath, Asir, Abiasaph, Korah, Izhar, Kohath, Levi, and Israel. Holy fuck. I did it. You did it. Herman's first assistant. His first assistant. I'm okay. sorry, He-Man's. He-Man's. Not yeah, Herman. He-Man. I can't make it be He-Man. So in my brain, I was like transferring <laughs> it to a different name, Herman. Yeah. No, but it's He-Man. He-Man's first assistant. He has the power too. Oh my God! Stop. I'm just saying, like, I'm, okay, I'm just, I'm we, just we understand. He, like, he's like glowing and holding a sword over his hand. Yes, we get it. Duncan Man at Arms. He-Man. Yeah. Yes. All right. Sorry. Okay. I he- just really liked that cartoon when I was growing up, you know. So like He-Man. I'm like, I, there he I is. liked it too. Yeah. And his name was Adam when he wasn't being He-Man. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'd forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. He-Man's first assistant was Asaph from the... Oh, shit. I accidentally scrolled. Why oh. did you do such a thing? Shit. That, that was really not God helpful it. to our podcast. No, it you, really wasn't. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Sorry. I'm back now. <laughs> I accidentally clicked a thing, and then it scrolled. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Here we go. I'm back. He-Man's first assistant was Asaph from the clan of Gershon. Asaph's genealogy was traced back through... Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. Okay, hold on to your butts. Okay. Barakiah, Shemaiah, Michael, Besiah, Markalja, <laughs> Ethne, Zera, Adahai, Ethan, Zima, Shemai, Jahath, Gershon, and Levi. Okay. <sighs> Get all that? Good job. Good yeah, job. Yeah. Herman's... Herman. <laughs> I, I did it again. Jesus Christ. He-Man's second assistant was Ethan from the clan of Merari. Okay. Ethan's genealogy. Oh boy, here we go. Was traced back through Kishi, Abdi, Melek, Habashabiah, <laughs> sorry, Amaziah, Hilkiah, Amzi, Bonnie, Shemer, Molly, Mushi, Merari, and Levi. I swear they're naming the same fucking names. They are. Like, I'm like, they're the same goddamn names. They're the same goddamn what names. What the hell? Their fellow Levites were appointed to various other tasks in the tabernacle, the house of God. Like, we're not even talking about kings or prophets now. We're talking about people that were fucking playing music in the tabernacle. Mm-hmm. Like, why, how deep do we got to go with this shit? Uh, apparently a few more chapters, deep. Uh, apparently. Okay, now we're entering a new little section. Little. In this I like the word little there. It, it is little. Okay. It's little. All right. Okay. Yeah. Only Aaron and his descendants served as priests. As yeah, you recall, the, you Levites. Know, the Levites. Yeah. 
They presented the offerings on the altar of burnt offering and the altar of incense, and they performed all the other duties related to the most holy place. Mm -hmm. They made atonement for Israel by doing everything that Moses, the servant of God, had commanded them. Right. The descendants of Aaron were, and we've already named these people, but we're going to name them again. Because that's important. Yes. Eleazar, Phineas, Abishua, Buki, Uzi, Zerahiah, Mariah, Amariah, Ahitub, Zadok, and Ahimaz. Okay. Okay. Because that really needed to be done a second time in the same chapter. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, now we're going to learn about some cities. We're in a new little section. Okay. Okay. Yep. Actually, this isn't a little section. This is, Mm. I think, the majority of the rest rest of the chapter. Okay. Okay. So, we're going to learn about some cities. Got it. This is a record of the towns and territory assigned by means of sacred lots to the descendants of Aaron, who were from the clan of Kohath, in case you didn't catch that the first several times it was mentioned. Wait a second. The descendants of Aaron were Levites, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I thought they weren't assigned any territory. Well. According to earlier in the Bible. Assigned by means of sacred lots. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if they were, if the, if... His descendants were Levites. They shouldn't have been assigned any territory that I'm aware of. No, you're right. But that's so that's odd to me. I don't know. I, well, I mean, there's a question, right? I agree with you, but I don't know right. what it means. Maybe by giving him the town, he means the town that you are going to live in that's going Got to take it. care of you. That could be. It could be. I, I really, I don't I'll know. I'll allow for that. But, like, they specifically said earlier in the Bible that they don't have territories, land. Because right. 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 they're all the... the power of the priest yeah this territory included hebron and its surrounding pasture lands in judah but the fields and outlying areas belonging to the city were given to caleb son of jephunneh so the descendants of aaron were given the following towns each with its pasture lands hebron a city of refuge which remember we learned about those yep yep Libna, Jatir, Eshtemoa, Holon, Debir, Ain, Judah, and Beth Shemesh. Maybe they weren't given territory so much as a city. You know what I mean? I, like maybe the, a different tribe controlled the territory, but they had a city within those territories or something. I don't, that, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know the I'm difference. just leaving room for the possibility. I think that, that sounds like it might have been something that did happen, but I, I can't sure. remember specifically. I have no idea. Okay. And from the territory of Benjamin, they were given Gibeon, Geba, Elimeth, Anathoth, each with its own pasture lands. So 13 towns were given to the descendants of Aaron. Okay. I guess. So they were given towns, yeah. Okay. I guess they were. Yeah. I didn't think they were I, supposed to be. I think but. they might have covered that back in the, the Old Testament, earlier when we were talking, back in the Moses times, you know. I don't remember that we came to a conclusion on that, though. No, I'm just saying they, it could have been covered. I just don't recall. Okay. Well, the remaining descendants of Kohath received ten towns from the territory of the half-tribe of Manasseh by means of sacred lots. Okay. The descendants of Gershon received by sacred lots 13 towns from the territories of Issachar, Asher, Naphtali, and from the Bashan area of Manasseh, east of the Jordan. Hey, Esai gang, what, what? (laughs) The descendants of Merari received by sacred lots 12 towns from the territories of Reuben, Gad, and Zebulon. So the people of Israel assigned all these towns and pasture lands to the Levites. I don't know what any of this Did really... Did you hear what I just said? Yeah, they assigned... Yeah. They to assigned... the Levites. Right, towns. Okay. That's what we were just talking towns about. Towns and pasture lands to the Levites. Right. Yeah. I don't know what any of this really matters. Like, we're covering this shit again, kind mm-hmm. of. 
Mm-hmm. And like, what does any of this matter? They get exiled by um, Nebuchadnezzar or whatever, you know. Later on. Later so. on. So what the fuck does it matter anyway? It, right. I guess it's just to show us this land used to be theirs, and they still want it back. Oh, thousands so it's, of this years is to later? prove claim to that land. I guess. Isn't that what we decided that all of this was about, anyways? I guess it just seems really fucking ridiculous. Petty and silly and childish. Right. Like that's my land. I'm. I want it back. Right. I deserve it because look at this list of names. Right. Exactly. Like, okay, get over yourselves, guys. We if they have bigger weapons, you ain't getting that shit back, you know? That's mm-hmm. how this works. Unfortunately, <laughs> true. I mean... Right? Like, I I have a hard time with that because, like, they came and they took it and it didn't belong to them. Right. And then they lost it. And so, are we supposed to feel sorry for them that they lost it? I don't really feel sorry for them exactly. I don't either. I like, mean, people were already that living shit happens there. all the time, not just to fucking Israelites. Yeah. Like, so. somebody talked to the Native Americans. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Okay. So, the towns and the territories of Judah, Simon, and Benjamin, mentioned above, were assigned to them by means of sacred lots. In case you forgot. Right. That's how it was done. Do you I, know how it was done? I hadn't forgot, so, I mean... Do you know how it was done? Uh, it was something to do with some sort of lots, right? The sacred ones. The sac- that's right. Sacred yeah. lots. Yeah. The sacred lots. Huh. I, I, yeah, I'm glad they covered that again, because I for- totally forgot the sacred bit. Yeah. In no way whatsoever. Exactly. <laughs> the descendants of Kohath were given the following towns from the territory of Ephraim, each with its pasture lands. Sheshem, a city of refuge in the hill country of Ephraim. Gezer. Jokmium. Beth Haran, Aijalon, and Gathrimon. Okay. Those, I, yeah. Those towns, hey? They got those towns. They got, those towns got it. Yep. The remaining descendants of Kohath were assigned the towns of Anir and Biliam from the territory of the half-tribe of Manasseh, each with its own pasture lands. Yay. The descendants of Gershon received the towns of Golan in Bashan and Ashtaroth, from the territory of the half-tribe of Manasseh, each with its pasture lands. Okay. From the territory of Issachar, they were given Kadesh, Deborah, Ramoth, and Amman, Anam, each with its own pasture lands. Did they have their own pasture lands? They had pasture it's lands. Amazing. It's amazing. From the territory of Asher, they received Mashal, Abdon, Hakuk, Rehob, each with its pasture lands. Hmm. From the territory of Naphtali, they were given Kadesh and Galilee, Haman, Kariathim, each with its pasture lands. The remaining descendants of Merari received the towns of Jachnim, Karta, Ramon, and Tabor from the territory of Zebulon, each with its pasture lands. From the territory of Reuben, east of the Jordan River, opposite Jericho. Guys, we're closing in, so Thank just, God. Yeah, hang tight, hang tight. We're almost there, okay? Yeah. Um, opposite Jericho, they received Bezer, a desert town, Jahaz, Kademoth, and Mephath, each with its pasture lands. Yeah. Here we go. Ready? Last I'm ready. sentence. I'm ready. Gear up. Gear up. Gird your <laughs> loins. And from the territory of Gad, they received Ramoth and Gilead, Manaheim, Heshbon, and Jazer, each with its own pasture land. Pasture lands. The end. Yay. That I, was painful. That was painful. I'm so sorry, you guys. I did the best I could. And. I didn't really bring much to the table today because... No, I, I'm... It's... What do you do? What do you... What do you yeah, what do you do? But we read it. We read it. And we got we through did. it. We did. We're getting through First Chronicles, y'all. Indeed. And you got to hear us, you know, chastise our cat for getting into the Tootsie Rolls, so there's always that bit. Right. 
and 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 maybe you signed up to skip ads today so you didn't have to hear as much as far as you know time with the ads so yeah. that might have helped out i don't, I don't blame know. you for skipping ads it's bad right? enough that you gotta listen to us and yeah. then ads on top of it jesus yeah, right yeah all right you so. guys we're getting through this bible thing we are yeah. All right, so that was First Chronicles chapter 6, yep. and tomorrow we will be back with... First Chronicles chapter 7. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, let's see. There was a, some, some names. Yeah. Yep. And um, um, temple singers appointed by David. Oh, yeah, listed. that's right. And their fucking progeny for some fucking reason. Yeah. Okay. And then the cities of the Levites. Yeah. We're talked about. Yeah, it's like, this is kind of like the white pages for the Bible. <laughs> the white pages. <laughs> Not the yellow pages. No, the, I mean, the white pages are people, you know. Yeah, the other it's ones where are you business, look. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Definitely the white pages. Yeah, definitely. For the, yeah. For for those what um above the age of say thirty five that remember what a right, phone book yeah, is yeah if you don't know what it is I'm not going to go into it just look it up I'm sure there's a great YouTube video on white pages it has to do with landlines yeah so. yeah that's, you can Google that too <laughs> yeah that's all you need to know <laughs> all right um, um we also have a shout out we need to do yes we do um so we have a new patron and their name is Carmen C. Hello, Carmen C. Thank you so much for your contribution. It is so awesome that you are supporting us. Yeah, and we're so grateful. Yeah, and Thank actually, you. they they gave us some input on the uh, on the on a post that we did specifically for patrons. Um, so we really appreciated that too. Like, I mean, we we love it when people let us know what they think of things. Yes, yes. We I think we said it the other day in our Patreon episode, but we'll mm-hmm. say it here. You know, sometimes it kind of feels like we're speaking into a void of, like, people give us responses as to how they feel about us in general. Like, they let us know, we really like your um, podcast because it helps me personally. And that is awesome. Like, I'm so glad to know that people get pleasure or find use in what we're doing. Yeah. But having said that, sometimes it it would be good to hear, like, but what would you like more of or what specifically... Do did you have a question about the last episode? Yeah, you know, do you have like opinions? That. No, we love. Yeah. I mean, like, really, that's we would love to hear more of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, regardless, everybody, you all are great. You I mean, are all I mean, great. I, I don't want to. That's not a disparagement. It's, no, we're saying give us more. <laughs> we love hearing from you. Give us more. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. Carmen, thank you for your support and thank you for your comment about. Asimov. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything more because that was a Patreon conversation. Right. But and you she'll are all be welcome. Learning more as the week goes on. Mm-hmm. So. And you guys are all welcome to join us on that yeah. um, platform to find out more and what we're talking about. You can know about. what Carmen already knows. Yep. So yep. there's that. Carmen has a secret. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, so yesterday was. First Chronicles chapter 6. Sure as fuck was. And today we're going to be getting into... First Chronicles chapter 7. Let's do this. Okie dokie. Okay, First Chronicles chapter 7. Okay. And I have a laugh in my voice because right before we um, <laughs> came on microphone, husband asked me, how long is this one? And I told him it's longish. And he goes, God damn motherfucking names. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, we're gonna get through it. <laughs> we will, we will, we will get through this. The four sons, the four sons, got of it. Issachar, got it. Okay, I, I like that name. Do you? It sounds like a sci fi name. I, it sounds like a it is a car to me. Uh, is it? Oh, is a car. <laughs> I'm slow. Nerf. Were Tola, Pua, Jashub, and Shimron. Okay. The sons of Tola were Uzi, Rephi, Jeriel, Jemai, Ibsam, and Jemuel. Yeah. Each of them was the leader of an ancestral clan. They, You could say that they were the leader of a pack. Yeah. That is what clan. you could say. Yeah. That's not how the song goes. I know. We could change it up for the Bible, though. I'm not changing shit the for the Bible. The leader of the clan. No. No. See? I don't I don't like it. The leader of the tribe. You know? You, I go, think you that, go either ways, right? I think that that is rude to the original song. No. Personally. I mean, it might be. Uh, I guess. You're changing something that is awesome to <laughs> have Bible words. And there's an argument over whether or not that's rude to the original content. I'm just saying. Just saying. Okay. At the time of King David, the total number of mighty warriors listed. Of just the mighty ones. Just the mighty ones. Only not the, mighty. the mediocre ones. Right. Mediocre warriors, they're right out. And so are the women folk and the children Boy, and was, the servants you, you and the slaves. You didn't, you didn't even have to mention those guys. We just, I had we, to. We knew they were, they were out. They go without saying, but I said it anyway. Well, okay. All right. So just the mighty warriors just listed, the mighty ones. listed in the records of these clans was 22,600. That's kind of not a lot. Um, It's just King David's dudes. Yeah, okay. I mean, I guess he was just Judah, in charge of right? Judah, right? Yeah. So, all right. And it was just his mighty warriors. Yeah. Not like his mediocre warriors, like the ones that like fed him and, yeah. you know, whatever. The medical people, if they right. had those people back then, I don't know. They were probably the same ones as the priests. The medical people probably just like, you know... Put them out of their misery. <laughs> <laughs> they let the snakes like, bite them. Well, you're kind of done, man. You're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> the son of Uzi was Israiah. Israhiah. The sons of Israhiah were Michael, Obadiah, Joel, and Isaiah. These five became the leaders of clans. The more leaders of clans. Wow. All of them All had of them. many wives and many sons. Because that was okay. Right. In the Bible. Because the Bible says you can have a bunch of wives. I mean, it, and it, it does. Is it fucking, fucking fine. does. God ain't gonna be mad at all. He never got mad about the multiple wives. No. Not once. Not once. They got in trouble for a lot of shit, but, but never that. for being married to right. too many. Picking up sticks in on the fact, wrong day. In fact, sometimes God told them to fuck somebody else. It's true. Like, you're like, you know what? Your wife's not working out. Go over here and fuck that person. Yep. Yep. That I'm is like, true. This is, this is messed up. Yeah. You will get smoten if you pick up sticks on the wrong fucking like, I day. Never, I never want to hear one man, one woman ever again from anybody ever that's again. in the Christian faith. Because what you ever. mean to say, my good sir, is one man, infinite women. <laughs> right. And that's gross. Yeah. And may your dick rot off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, many wives, many sons. So the total number of men available for military service among their descendants was 36 thousand mm, okay so the number yeah, increased increased yeah the total number of mighty warriors from all the clans of the tribe of issachar mm -hmm. was eighty-seven thousand. wow all wow. of them were listed that's in a lot of mighty warriors their genealogical records don't yeah. list them please no i'm, I'm <laughs> hoping not but now we're going to talk about the descendants of benjamin okay yeah i 
I hate this because I always think of um, that movie, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah. And Benjamin is so fucking cute in that movie. <laughs> he's adorable. <laughs> and he's the baby of the family. Right, right. right? That's kind of how he's portrayed. I know. So I always have, like, this good place in my heart for him. Yeah. But then he, you know, is garbage, just like all of them. Well, wasn't he one of the ones that didn't like the idea of what happened to Joseph and stuff? Yeah, like because, he was yeah. one of the few that wasn't terrible. No, I know, but then later on, he right. did stuff. Okay, that yeah. wasn't cool. I right. guess. Right. Whatever. Anyway, the tribe wasn't great. They disappeared. Right. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. Three of Benjamin's sons were just three of them. Not mm-hmm. all of them. Just three of Correct. them. Right. Were Bela Beaker and Jediel. Jediel. Oh yeah. 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 The five sons of Bela were Esbon, Uzi, Uziel. Jeremoth and Eri. Who names a son Uzi and then Uziel? Like, that's... Benjamin. Like, I'm just saying. Like, that's so close. Benjamin's son Bela does it. Yeah. I, that seems really dumb. That's probably why Benjamin's tribe disappeared. They had bad naming practices. It's like naming somebody Steve and Steven. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You know, like, I mean, like, that's dumb. I knew a set of twins named Robin and Robinette. Seriously? Yep. It was boy and girl. What was wrong with their parents? Like, were they mental? Robin and Robinette. Oh, my gosh. The girl was Robin and the boy was Robinette. That's that's horrible. That's Joseph Biden's middle name. Right. But, I mean, naming one, your kids the same name, essentially. But at one point, Robinette was a man's name. I'm not... I'm not saying that naming them Robinette is horrible. I'm saying naming them essentially the same name is horrible. Right. I don't care what they named them. Yeah. That's fine. You name your kid whatever you want to. I also knew twins, both girls this time, named Sherry and Terry. Yeah. And I thought it was cute and fun when I was a kid. Sure. And I was friends with one in fifth grade and then better friends with the other in sixth grade. Gotcha. Or sixth and seventh. I don't remember. Whatever. Right. But anyways, now as an adult, I'm like, ew, I would never do that to my kids and make them rhyme. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Or... Or like the Kardashians, all of their names start with a K. None of them are twins, but would right. you have all your kids start no. with the same letter? No, I think that's dumb. That's dumb. I mean, right? just just my opinion. My just opinion. my opinion. You know what? We probably just pissed off like half our audience right? have no, kids know, that fit that. Right? Like, you do you, man. You do you. Name your kids what you want. I right. I'm allowed to not like it. You're allowed to love it. It's cool. Right. I, I think it's dumb, but you know. This is I our still, opinion. I still love Sherry and Terry. Everybody's got opinions. Everyone's got, you know. Yeah, I just hate. I hate every time I'm like, oh, I, I hate know, that. I then I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, we're talking to people that we're talking you know, to people. We don't even know them. I know. So. And then I'm like, oh fuck, I was offensive again. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you know that we're like talking off the cuff. This is definitely not scripted. Right. No, o- not at all. Otherwise, I would have probably cut all that. Right. Oh, Wells. Each of them was the leader of an ancestral clan. The total number of mighty warriors from these clans was 22,034. Okay. As listed in their genealogical records. Of course, yeah. The sons of Beaker. (laughs) Beaker. Were Zamira, Joash, Eleazar, no, Eleazar, Elowani, Omri, Jeremoth, Abijah, Anathoth, and Alimeth. It's a lot of sons. That is a lot of sons. And yeah. it, 
Some of those names sound like they should be, like, daughter names instead. Yeah. I mean, it was a completely different time. No, I know. Like, I'm just, like, if I saw these list of names and I had to guess, I would be like, that's a girl, and I would be wrong. No, it threw me off when uh, that leader that died around Moses' time, the Korah's Rebellion. Yeah. I I couldn't get Korah out of my mind as a woman's name. Yeah. So, like, it kept striking me as a woman's name, but it wasn't. It was a man's name. It's so funny how stuff like that changes over time. Yeah. Each of them was the leader of an ancestral clan. The total number of mighty warriors and leaders from these clans was 20,200. Okay. As listed in their genealogical yes, records. Of course. The son of Jediel was Bilhan. The sons of Bilhan were Jewish. No, Jeush, Benjamin, Ehud, Kanana, Zithan, Tarshish, and Ashishahar. <laughs> Fuck you. That one was hard, I could tell. They're all hard. Yeah. Each of them was the leader of an ancestral clan. Were they? I'm so shocked. From these clans, the total number of mighty warriors ready for war was 17,200. Oh, that's weak. <laughs> <laughs> the sons of Ear were Shupam and Hoopam. <laughs> I'm not making this shit up. <laughs> what the fuck? Shupam and Hoopam. That is some funny shit. Husham was the son of Ahar. Okay, next uh-huh. section. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now we're talking about Nephtali. Okay, good old Nephtali. Uh, he's one sentence long. Yeah. Oh, wow. The sons of Nephtali were Jezeel, Guni, Jezer, and Shillam. They were all descendants of Jacob's concubine, Billah. Okay. Because. That was that was it for him? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's a, so that's now a weak section. we're going to talk about Manasseh. 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 The descendants of Manasseh through his Aramean concubine included <laughs> Azrael. She also bore... She. She gets a mention. Oh, yeah. It wasn't just that he had these sons. Right. She bore Makir, the father of Gilead. Makir found wives for Hupam and Shupam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> just, I'm sorry, but those names just next to each other, they just sound funny. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Hoop, and it's very disrespectful. It sounds sorry. like some sort of an action. Like, it does. Hoop like, and what you, like what do you? What could you attribute to that? Like it's got to be something worthwhile of the name. Right? It's like a pump and dump. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it sounds like an action. Right. Right. Yeah. Hoop and shoop them. Yeah. You got hoop. I gotta figure. Out, I gotta figure out what that actually means. Like I'm gonna attribute it to something. Okay. It's got to be something. You do that. Hoop and shoop them. Okay. Okay. I'll figure it out. You do. I'll it. get back to you. Get back to me on yeah. that. Makir had a sister named Makah. One of his descendants was Zalofahad, who had only daughters. Womp, oh, womp. man. I hate that for him. That sucks. Sucks to only have girls. Whatever. I know, I'm kidding. So stupid. Makir's wife, Makah, gave birth to a son whom she named Paresh. His brother's name was Sharesh. Paresh and Sharesh. The sons of Paresh were Ulam and Rakam. The son of Ulam was Bidan. Bidan, huh? Ah, Bidan. He's like the brother of Bedazzle. <laughs> Did you know Bedazzle is like a brand? Like you, you yeah. buy these things to put on your jeans. Oh, I, and you yeah. Bedazzle, like. Well, yeah. And and when you. Um, who didn't? I mean, back like 15, 20 years ago, who didn't want a Bedazzler? You know, it was all the rage. I didn't know if you knew that that was an item. Yeah, I knew it was an item. Jeez. And did you know that um, if you um, manicure your female area, that you are, <laughs> um, va- wait, was it vajazzling? Vajazzling? Or, or bavazzle. I forget. 
something along those lines. Vajazzle. I think it's vajazzle. Vajazzling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that anyway. If it's not the right word, it should be. <laughs> it should be. Yeah. Yeah. I probably fucked that all up, but, you know. Right, right. It's good stuff. Yeah. All these were considered Gileadites, descendants of Makir, son of Nyasa. Okay. Makir's sister, Hemalakot. I, she's a girl. I need to give... They don't get mentioned. I need to give this girl's name... Okay. Hold on, hold yeah, on. We're holding on. Hemolaketh. Hemolaketh. Makir's sister, Hemolaketh, gave birth to Ishhad, Abizer, and Mala. The okay. sons of Shemida were Ahayan, Sheshem, Liki, and Aniam. Aniam. Okay. And Hook I don't. Them and shoop them and Liki, huh? Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know why. Sometimes every once in a while they're like, this sister whose name we're going to mention for no reason. Yeah. It's like, why? Why Why does she get a mention but others don't? Right. I'm glad. Yeah. No, I mean, you should be mentioning women, but But at the same time, you've made it perfectly clear that you don't really give a fuck. Right. So I'm just, I'm, I'm not understanding the lack of consistency. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now we're going to talk about the descendants of Ephraim. Okay. I don't know if you noticed, but I am back to um, mentioning the headlines. Okay. Just well, because, because we're in the named section. And yeah. Whatever. And who yeah. gives a fuck? Right. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. The descendants of Ephraim were Shuthala, Bered, Tehath, Eliadah, Tehath, Zabad, Juthala, Ezer, and Eliad. Oh, these two were killed trying to steal livestock from the local farmers near Gath. (laughs) I hate that. Their father, Ephraim, mourned for them for a long time, and his relatives came to comfort him. Yeah, that was nice of them. Afterward, Ephraim slept with his wife. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. And she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. Oh, go figure. She became pregnant. Right. Sometime after they had sex. It's amazing how that happens. Ephraim named him Bariah because of the tragedy his family had suffered. I mean, they did go try to steal something from somebody, so... I know. Was it a... I don't know. Was it a tragedy I mean, I guess or was it, was, it just It would still rewards? be tragic if your sons, you know, got killed even if they were stealing. That is true. But, that is true. You know... Why were they doing that? Right. Yeah, you shouldn't be stealing. You should have taught them better. Either that or maybe this family was hungry and that's why they were stealing. That could maybe be. they there were stealing some, to support their family. Could be right. But then why the hell are they having more kids? That is true. Right? One might ask. Yeah. Maybe they didn't have birth control back then. Obviously they didn't have birth I control mean, back then. I don't think it's fair to say why they having more kids. It's right. It's not like they could just, you know, go pick up the pill. True. True. So and, and are you saying basically... They had that dirty bathwater shit that they could do back then or whatever. So you wanted her to drink poison to have an abortion? I'm just saying there's, you know... So their options are either only have sex if you want kids, otherwise don't have any sex at all. Right. Or be prepared to poison yourself and have uh, an abortion. It's pretty shitty choices. Right? Yeah. So I'm going to say it's fine that they had all those kids. Right. What, what else were they going to do? No, you're right. You know? You're right. Yeah. Okay. He had a daughter named Shira. She built the towns. Wow. What? She gets a name and she did things. You got to write her name down. Shira. Right? Shira. Shira. I'm I'm happy. She's my patron saint person thing. My spirit... No, what? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Shira. I'm just... I'm I'm bereft. She built a town. I'm excited, not bereft. I'm using all the wrong words because I'm just so flabbergasted. 
She we, did something. We get a name and she built the towns of right. Lower and Upper, Beth Haran and Uzanshira. Okay. Damn! The town one of the towns was named after her. Wow. She built towns and one of them was named after her. Yeah, not just one town, but two towns. Okay, this is amazing. I'm sorry. I'm right? I'm really excited about yeah. that. I think I'm a little too excited about that, truth right? be told. The descendants of Ephraim included Rifa, Reshef, Tela, Tahan, Laden, Amahad, Elishama, Nun, and Joshua. Okay. The descendants of Ephraim lived in the territory that included Bethel and its surrounding towns to the north, Neron to the east, Gezer and its villages to the west, and Sheshem and its surrounding villages to the north, as far as Aya and its towns. All right. Lum, lum, ding, dong. Yeah, yeah. Along the borders of Manasseh were the towns of Beth Shan, Tanakh, Megiddo, oh, Megiddo, Dor, and their surrounding villages. The descendants of Joseph, son of Israel, lived in these towns. There you go. That's where they lived. That's where they lived. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you know. Now, now I, I won't know for long because it's not going to stick in my goddamn brain. Do you remember what song I made you play earlier? Uh, yeah, Informer by Snow. And why did I make you play it? Because it was stuck in your head for some. It just popped in there. It was in my head, and so now I just keep going. Informer, (laughs) a licky boom boom down, and yeah, be careful. We'll get copyright stuff. They might like recognize that bit. Well, I have now shared that earworm with all of you. Enjoy. Yeah. (laughs) If if they actually know the song. Oh, I'm sure they do. You think? Everybody knows that song. Everybody? Okay, everybody 35 years old and older. Well, yeah, probably. probably. Which, isn't that the majority of our audience? I mean, it was a one-hit wonder, so they, like, if they were doing something else at that time in their life, they might have missed it. Okay, but isn't the majority of our audience 35 and older? I think, generally speaking, yes. I think anybody under the age of 35 that's listening to podcasts is probably a, a really awesome human being because most of the 35 and unders that I know and speak to... Don't listen to podcasts. Do not listen to podcasts. And they're like, I don't have time for that. Right. So I'm just thinking 35 and up knows um, Informer. Informer right. by Snow. Okay. You guys could always contact us on Twitter or email us to, you know, let us know if I am sorely mistaken. I highly recommend you look it up. It's, it's right. such a great song. <laughs> I. I'm I'm not I sure. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd go with great. Okay, it's not a great song at all. It's got a great sound, but and and even like the the sound of the voice, you know, is is pretty good. But the lyrics leave something to be desired. Mm-hmm. But, yes, they do. But um, everything else, like it's it's catchy. It'll, it'll get stuck in your yeah, ears. Yeah, sure. Give it a listen, guys. Yeah, definitely. Go, go back and re-listen if, if, you know, it's been a while. Yeah. Which it probably has. Have a Chaser song queued up, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Might I recommend Tiffany's I Think We're Alone Now? <laughs> That's my Chaser song I'm for going everything. To rec- I'm going to recommend Maybe I by Des Rocks. That's what is chase. it? Maybe I by Des Rocks. Des Rocks is really good. Yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah. Okay, now we're going to talk about the descendants of Asher. Okay. Okay. Did you like that little mouthwash thing I, mm-hmm. I did before yeah. we moved on to a new section? I did. I okay. Did. The sons of Asher were Imna, Ishva, Ishvi, and Bariah. They had a sister named Sarah. There's a sister. Surah. Sira. 
The sons of Beriah were Heber and Malkiel, the father of Beerzath, just so okay. you know. Yeah. The sons of Heber were Japhlet, Shomer, and Hotham. They had a sister named Shua. Mm. Aww. Yeah. That's cute. The sons of Japhlet were Pasach, Bimhal, and Ashbath. The sons of Shomer were Ahi, Roga, Huba, Hubba, and Aram. Hubba, Hubba. Hubba, Hubba. Um, I had an argument with somebody when I was in college um, in Texas. This friend of mine said that Hubba Bubba was the superior gum to Bubble Yum because he said Bubble Yum was Bubble Yuck. Huh. And I believed him until I actually tried Bubble Yum. And I think I prefer Bubble Yum to Hubba Bubba. I'd have to try them side by side. It's been a while. It's been a while for I, me I as mean, well. When I get gum, I don't think Hubba Bubba or, you know, Bubble Yum anymore. I like Bazooka as a kid, Joe. As a kid, definitely those were right up there. I, I always preferred Bazooka Joe. Right. That was the best gum. I actually liked the, um, the, the, the tape roll. Oh yeah, the yeah, bubble yeah. gum tape or whatever. Yeah, yeah, bubble tape. Right, that was good. Stuff. Or, or it was really good. They had that, um, the big league chew gut bubble gum. <gasps> yeah, that was that same stuff was taste. So good. It was the same taste, but it was in shreds. Right. Yeah, and it yeah. was great. Yeah, like I love that those, shreds. Everything that we just mentioned, those are all like the same gum. Right, right. Just different shapes. Right, right. And wrappers. Yeah. So good. <laughs> okay, you guys, I'm going to tell you the best gum ever. Best gum ever, huh? Yes. Okay. It's called Quench, and um, you can order it online. You can't like buy it at the grocery store or anything like that yeah. because it's it's like a sports gum and it does exactly what it sounds like. It it has like this sour taste that activates your um, um, saliva. saliva glands. And um, my track coach when I was in high school used to have buckets of it. <laughs> and so when we got done running... Um, if we had like beat our time or whatever, like you, they were used as a prize. Sure, sure. And and it was the best gum because it, like your mouth is dry, you know. You're like, Ugh. are you sure it wasn't just because you worked for it so hard? Shut up. I'm just I'm I'm just asking. Like you, like have you tried it since then to to test whether or not it is the best gum ever? I have not, but the thought that it might not be how I remember. Yeah saddens me and i'm appalled you would suggest it i'm sorry for suggesting it but can we order some sure okay we're gonna order some i'll get back to you on whether quench is as good as i remember <laughs> but i do recall that it does activate your taste buds yeah so mm -hmm. highly recommend for that and most things that have a taste activate your taste buds <sighs> <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the balls. <laughs> the sons of his brother Helam were Zopha, Emma, Shalesh, and Amal. The sons of Zopha were Sua, Harnifer, Jewel, uh, not Jewel, Shul, Barai, Imra, Bezer, Hod, Shama, Shilsha, Ithron, and Bira. The sons of Jether, 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 were Jephuna, Pispa, and Ara. The sons of Ula were Ara, Haniel, and Reziah. Mm -hmm. Each of these descendants of Asher was the head of an ancestral clan. Oh, well, there we go. We're back to the ancestral yeah, yeah, clans. Yeah. Okay. They were all select men. All select men. Select. Mighty, what does that mean? mighty warriors. Oh, mighty warriors. And outstanding leaders. Damn. They were um, some good fucking people. That's, that's good stock. That's they just were, good stock. They were select. Select and mighty warriors and good leaders. 
outstanding outstanding leaders. leaders. Shit. Well above. I'm sorry the, that I undersold them. For Christ's sakes. I mean, is outstanding definitely is higher up the chart than, than good. good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I, I didn't mean to undersell them. Okay. They, they were, were outstanding. They were mighty warriors and outstanding leaders. Select men. Yeah. <sighs> so hot too. Yeah. I bet. One might say when they were picking these people or, or you know making them, they were shooping and hooping them. You know. Nice. I'm just saying, you know. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay, okay. The total number of men available for military service was 26,000 as listed in their genealogical records, the end. Oh, yay. There it is. Woo-hoo. Boom, drop it like it's Done hot. Done with that chapter. Yep. We made it through that chapter. Another one We shooped and hooped dust. that chapter. Mm, too much. No, too much. Too Fuck. much. Too many. Too I far. Trying, you know, nope. I just, I really liked it. No. I really liked it. All right. Well, that was... Um, <laughs> we both just stopped. <laughs> that, was, that was First uh, Chronicles Chapter 7. Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow we'll be back with... First Chronicles Chapter 8. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Um, more fucking names. Yeah. And one of those names was a woman. And she made two towns. She did. And one of the towns was named after her. That was pretty fucking cool, actually. That's really the only thing that I remember. That's about the only thing I remember as well. Oh, wait. No, there were some select men. Some, oh, select men. Yeah. Yeah. They were mighty or whatever. Yeah. The, the mightiest. The mightiest. Or something. The best. They're very mighty. They were. They're they're mighty and, and great and, and, and other and things and stuff. I don't really have anything else to say i don't either i'm I'm done with things to say i'm done with fucking first chronicles i'm done with fucking names (laughs) anyway that was uh first chronicles chapter seven sure as fuck was just to give you guys some hope um i think after this week is up we might be done with names at the very least we might be getting into some stories yeah yeah so just hang in there with us let's get through these these next few episodes couple of episodes i don't know whatever i gotta get to my stories let's get to next week and in the meantime let's just read the fucking bible that's what we're here for yeah all right you ready to get into uh what are we doing today first chronicles chapter eight ready yep let's do it okie dokie Okay, First Chronicles chapter 8. All right. We're going to talk about some Benjamin up in some here. Some Benjamin. Still some more. Some more. Okay. Yeah, remember we talked we about did, yeah, him yesterday? Did, yeah. Benjamin's first son was Bela. The second son was Ashbel. The third was Ahara. The fourth was Noah. Noah. And the fifth was Rapha. Okay. The sons of Bela were Adar, Gera, Abihud, Abishua, Naaman, Ahoa, Gera, Shafufam. Shafufam, huh? Shapoopy, Shapoopy, <laughs> the girl who's right for me, or however it goes. Sure, yeah. It's from the Music Man. Got it. Shapoopy. Yeah. And Hiram, the sons of Ehud, leaders of the clans living in Geba, were exiled to Manahath. The leaders Manahath. of the clan. Really? What? Because when I did that, you were like... 
whatever. No, I went along. No, I, that's not true. Blah. I went right along with it. I said we could do leaders of the clan. I said, oh, that's right. And yeah. I was saying you can't do that to that. Right. Song. You were like, Bleh. no, you're right. I was like that. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, because it's the leader of the pack. Right. And you have to leave it that way. Uh, Don't disrespect that Why song. I did that. Okay. Yeah, you suck, I suck. But we, you were wrong just then. I was wrong just then. I said it already. Just, I was I'm wrong. Just sure you, know. you still suck. I, I didn't deny that, did I? I didn't deny I was wrong. Well, I mean... Once I, once I realized okay, I was wrong, right. I didn't try to be like you and argue it or defend it. All right, all right. Because when... Remember earlier when you were wrong? You were trying to find your fucking coat, and you were like, I guess I don't have a coat anymore. And I was like, the fuck? Why are you mad at me for it? Because you couldn't find your fucking coat. And I was like, is it in the closet? And you go, I already checked it. And I go, is it in the laundry room? Uh, I already checked it, too. And then I go, is it over there on that chair? And you go, no, that's my other one. But then you looked under it, and then you were like, oh. And then I go, mm-hmm. Um, you thought I moved your coat, didn't you? And you go, well, I just wanted it real bad. And I was like, you thought I moved your fucking coat and you were mean to me. And then you were like defending why you were mean because you were just going on and on about how I moved your coat. I left it right there. But clearly you hadn't. Do you feel better now? I sure as fuck do. <laughs> I do. I'm just saying like... When you are wrong, you will still be defensive. Whereas when I'm wrong, I'm like, nope, I admit it. I fucked up. Okay. I muffed that. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I do feel better. I'm, I got gl- that I'm glad off you my... got that. Yeah. You know what, listeners? Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I got that off of my chest. I feel a little lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We should do this more often. <laughs> By which I mean, I should do this more often. Uh, okay. And you should never do it ever. Right, right. Okay. Ehud's sons were Naaman, Ahija, and Gira. Gira, who led them into exile, was the father of Uzzah and Ahihud. Okay. Would you he want to led be, them into exile? Would you want to be known as that guy? You know that guy that led them into exile? Hmm. Right? No, I mean, like, I mean, it's better than Jeroboam. Yeah. He know. was the worst, except he, was he wasn't. Right. But he's marked down as the worst. Right. After Shaharim divorced his wives... Divorced, Ooh. huh? More than one. Damn. Husham and Bara, he had children in the land of Moab. You With know, just random people apparently over there in Moab. Yeah, yeah. He's like Herschel Walker. He's just <laughs> dropping babies every which way. Right, ways. right. His wife Hodash. Oh, he got him another wife. Mm. Gave birth to Jobab, Zebiah, Misha, Malcolm, Jeuz, Sakiah, and Mirma. Okay. These sons all became the leaders of clans, but not packs. <laughs> Shaharim's wife, Husham, had already given birth to Abitub and Elpal. Okay. The sons of Elpal were Eber, Misham, Shamad, who built the towns of Ono and Lod and their nearby villages. Just okay. FYI. Sure. Yeah. Bariah and Shema. Are you with me? You getting all this? I mean, it's going into my ears. It's and not it's, even entering my ears. It's doing something. It's not doing anything to me. No? No. I mean, luckily, if we ever need any of this information, it's available we can just go back online. and listen to it. Well, yeah. 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 You know? True. We have it here. We have it here, you guys. Right. Here we are. They were the leaders of the clans living in Aijalon, and they drove out the inhabitants of Gath. 
because they love to drive out inhabitants. They do, fuckers. Ahio Shashak, Jeremoth, Zebediah, Arad, Eder, Michael, Ishpa, and Joah were the sons of Bariah. Okay. Zebediah, Meshulam, Hizkai, Heber, Ishmarai, Islayan, Jobab. I'm just, I'm so fucking tired of these names. Were the sons of Elpal. Okay. Jakim, Zikri, Zabdi, Elianai, Zalathai, Eliel, Adiah, Berea, and Shimroth were the sons of Shimei. You know, I have to... I have to believe that we're one of the few people that have done, like, an audio or even, you know, video of these chapters. So, like, somebody's going to be doing research on these chapters for, like, a Bible thing or something. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be the only thing that they can listen to. And, you think? And they're going to be like, what the fucking trash is this shit? <laughs> the fucking, what the fucking trash? You don't think anybody else has read Chronicles? For entertainment purposes? For, like, what would be... What would be the purpose of this? I don't know. Other than going straight through the fucking Bible. I don't know. I mean, maybe somebody else has gone straight through the fucking Bible. But, like, seriously, though? This is so fucking boring. This is painful. It is. I mean, we're going to do it. We're going to do it all. We are. But, damn. This is rough. Guess what? It snowed here today. Just the littlest bit. Like, you can't even 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 call it snow. It was flurries. I think, like, one flake touched your finger or something. Okay. Um, in the town next to us where my sister lives, which is, you know, only like 35 minutes away. Right. Um, she said that there were lots of flurries. Huh. And my mom, who lives even closer to us, only 20 minutes away, said that there was a ton of flurries. Like, mm. she said it was snow. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I went outside and I saw slushy rain. Yeah. And then when I was out there with you earlier... There was one little flurry that fell on my arm. Yeah. But my point is that there is, like, snow in the air here. It's only October. This shit ain't right. I I need... I want autumn. I need my autumn. But, you know... Pumpkin spice and everything nice and sweater weather. I, I need my I just basic said earlier, bitch I want, a, I, want a fu- I just want one good blizzard. Okay, but does it have to be in fucking October before Halloween? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I'm not okay with this. All right, all right. Ishpan, Eber, Elial, Abdon, Zikri, Hanan, Hananiah, Elam, and Thethanja, were the sons of Sheshach. <laughs> what was that? I'm, I can't. There's too many syllables. Okay. Shamshari, Sh- Chimchim, Chari, <laughs> Shehariah, Ethelah, Jerashiah, Elijah, and Zikri were the sons of Jeroham. Jer- Jeroham? Mm-hmm. Okay. I got, I These, got, I mean... You guys, I made enchiladas for dinner, and like did. I made the filling for it, and then I actually rolled them myself. <laughs> and then, no, like you know how like you can you can get enchiladas. I'm saying right. I like literally like I hand rolled our enchiladas. And they were really good. They were fucking delicious. They were. And y'all should be jealous because yeah. I don't cook. Tomorrow we're having what a Cuban chili or something like that. It's mushroom chili. Whatever. I don't know where you got Cuban from. I thought that was what they called it. No. Oh. What are you, an idiot? I don't know. 
whatever. You just wanted to see. You just wanted to see Cuban. No, I thought that's what it was. No, you were the one that picked out the recipe. And I thought it was a Cuban chili or something. No, it's just mushroom chili. Holy shit! Could you be angrier at me for thinking <laughs> there's the wrong name? Because we're literally recording, and you're telling them I made something I didn't make. I, no, I said that's what I thought the name was. Okay, I don't know how you confused Cuban with mushroom, but no, it's it's mushroom chili. And it's got, like, all these bell peppers and um, whatever. It's delicious, anyways. Okay. yeah. Because I tasted it. Great. And it's going to be good tomorrow. Awesome. Okay. I'm just saying, like, I cooked. I made two meals. You did. And back-to-back. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. So, see, I need my fall. Right. Bring right. me back my autumn and my pumpkins. Right. These were the leaders of the ancestral clans. They were listed in their genealogical records, and they all lived in Jerusalem. J.L., the father of Gibeon, lived in the town of Gibeon. His father, no wait, his wife's name was Makah, <laughs> <laughs> and his oldest son was named Abdon. Jael's other sons were Zur, Kish, Baal, Ner, Nadab, Gidor, Ahio, Zechariah, and Mikloth, who was the father of Shimeon. Yeah, that guy. All these families lived near each other in Jerusalem, as mm, families yeah. sometimes do. They live near Apparently, each other. yeah. Ner was the father of Kish. Kish was the father of Saul. Saul was the father of Jonathan, Milkakishua, Abinadab, and Eshbaal. And the green grass grows all around and around, and the green grass goes all around. Grows. Grows. It grows. I'm just saying, that's what I felt like going on there. Yeah, it that is happening. Right, yeah. Dana, won't you blow? Dana, won't you blow? Then I want you to blow your horn. This is what happens. We go crazy when we read this shit. I know. Like, I just... I just can't... I... Okay. Okay. That plus it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. Well, there is that. But (laughs) I don't really think that has anything to do with us acting silly right now. It's just... this. There's just nothing here. And so I'm like, make it fun, make it fun, make it fun. Only we've been doing it for like days straight now. So it's like... Uh. So I'm like, I cooked! (laughs) (laughs) Jonathan was the father of Merib Baal. Merib Baal was the father of Micah. Micah was the father of Pithon, Malak, Taria, and Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Jada. Jada was the father of Elameth, Asmaveth, and Zimri. Zimri was the father of Moza. Moza was the father of Benia. Benia was the father of Rapheth. Rapheth was the father of Elisa. <laughs> Elisa was the father of Azel. Azel had six sons. Azrakam, Bokeru, Ishmael, come Ishmael, Shariah, Obadiah, and Hanan. Mm, okay. These were the sons of Azel, you know, like I just fucking said. Right. Azel's brother Eshek had three sons. The first was Ulam, the second was Jeush, and the third was Eliphalet. Yeah, that. Omelette. Got it. Ulam's son, Z, sons, mm-hmm. were all mighty warriors and expert archers. Oh. I wonder if they were as good as Katniss Everdeen, because she also was an expert archer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They had many sons and grandsons, 150 in all. All these were descendants of Benjamin, the end. Okay. Okay. Do you believe me? I mean, I believe that that's the end of that chapter. <laughs> Do you believe that they were so fucking mighty and whatever? Because the tribe of Benjamin disappeared. I don't. I don't really give a shit about any of this. I know it's true. Like it's just so either. pointless. This is all yeah. so pointless. Yeah. And 
I am really clamoring for a story at this point. I know. Like, they give me anything. Like, anytime they mention anything, like when they're like, they built two cities, I'm like, oh, wow, they built two cities. I know, and then the and next then sentence like, is next back to son. fucking names. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. I'm like, just give me anything, guys. Yeah. Anything. We we promise to complain less. I was I started to say we promise not to complain. But oh, just, you know we're going to complain. No, yeah, no, for we're sure. definitely going to complain. But we'll we'll also be at the same time. At least it's not those fucking names. Well, I mean, I guarantee that our first non-name chapter is going to be like out of this world because we're going to be like we got all the, we'll have all this like pent up like you know enthusiasm thing, and energy the, yeah like we've been waiting you can't on even it. think of words right now i can't because they're, they're, they're the names yeah the name stuck, stuck stone yeah there's too many names bouncing around yeah i'm sorry you guys that is what it is yeah all Hang right with anyway us. we're getting through the bible that was first chronicles chapter eight it was and tomorrow we'll be back with first chronicles chapter nine yep we'll see you guys then bye bye Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? More names. It was all descendants of Benjamin. The it end. was. That's yeah, it, it was a really short chapter, actually. Yeah. So um, we don't have too much to go is the, the bright side of this. Of the names. Of the names. Of right. the names. Yeah, we're, we're going to, I think you and I, we're going to sit here and we're going to bust out some episodes because we want to get through it ourselves. Yeah, we're going to do but, a uh, record them all in one day kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to still sparse them out every day. So. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's a few more days few more days a couple a couple more days at least mm-hmm. so all right um so anyway yesterday was first chronicles chapter eight sure as fuck was and today we're getting into first chronicles chapter nine let's do this okie dokie all right first chronicles chapter nine all right I think we've got a little bit of story here, maybe. In with the words. Okay. Okay. All right. So all Israel was listed in the genealogical records. All. All of them. All Israel. They didn't miss anybody. In the returning exiles. The people of Judah were exiled to Babylon because they were unfaithful to the Lord. For hundreds of years. Hundreds. Hundreds. Like centuries. Yeah. Yeah. The first of the exiles to return to their property in their former towns were priests, Levites, temple servants, and other Israelites. It, did the land just stay vacant the entire time? I doubt it. Was it like it. just waiting for their return? I doubt it. Okay. I mean, it's just interesting, like the way they're saying this, like they're not really explaining how they came back. Right. Like They're just saying they returned like... Oh, like, look at our empty house. It's great to be back. Yay. Yeah. Oh, remember we used to walk down this street? Right, it's right. It's still here. Yeah, it's still, it's still here. Nothing, ha- nothing happened. It's all the same. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Some of the people from the tribes of Judah, Benjamin, Ephraim, and Manasseh came and settled in Jerusalem. Okay. They settled there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One family that returned was that of Uthai, son of Amahud, son of Omri, son of Imri, son of Bani, son of... A descendant of Perez, son of Judah. Okay. All right? Yeah. So Judah's descendant. Of, yeah, right. They could have just summarized that with right, yeah. one, a descendant of Judah. Right. Others returned from the Shilonite clan, including Uzziah, the oldest, and his sons. From the Zerahite clan, Jeul returned with his relatives. In all, 690 families from the tribe of Judah returned. That's it? 
Hmm. I mean, that's, I mean, I guess a lot, but... 690 families. Right. I guess families were pretty big back then, too. I mean, so. even if you just doubled that for their spouses, that's like um, 1,400, you know? Right, right. So, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Ish. Right, For an ish. exiled group of people. Sure, sure. From the tribe of Benjamin came Salu, sons of... Or son of... He's just one person. Okay. <laughs> son of Meshulam, son of Hedaviah, son of Hasanua. Ibnea, son of Jeroham. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. Jeroham. <laughs> They're really impressed with how they can trace lineage back. Mm-hmm. Well, it's very important to them. I'm, yeah, I guess it is. To keep it straight, um, to show the direct line from David. I guess, I guess. Couldn't they just say it's a direct line? Like, just leave but it at that? to prove it, though. But, and, it do- but it doesn't really prove it now. Well, I mean, some families today... Are very excited about their lineage. Yeah. And they want to show proof. So, you know, they join Ancestry.com and they make those family trees. So you're saying this is the original Ancestry.com, basically. Yeah, I am. Got it. I mean, it's easy for you to say that, like, this is boring and why was it important to them? Right. But people today are, like, so excited to show who they were related to. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Not only that, but why do you want to keep your last name instead of change it? Because it's my last name. Right, but why is it important? Because of my th- family. I thought it wasn't important. It It is. If lineage wasn't important to you, you wouldn't give a fuck about your last name. True. I guess you're right. See? Um. Let's see. Elah, son of Uzi, son of Mikri, and Malushim, son of Sheftahai, Shephatahai, Shephatiah, that's yeah. it, son of Raul, son of Ibnijah. Okay. I'm really kicking ass on these, huh? You're doing the bang-up job. I'm bang doing better job. than you would. You definitely are. These men were all leaders of clans. Don't do it. I'm not doing it. And they were listed in their genealogical records. Okay. As I said yeah, already. right. In all, 956 families from the tribe of Benjamin returned. Oh, That's I more. see. So, yeah, yeah, there's... I see. So yeah. You're going to list them off by family who's yeah. returning. Yeah. Among the priests who returned were... Jedi, Jediah, that's it, Jediah, Jehorib, Jakin, Azariah, son of Hilkiah, son of Meshulam, son of Zadok, son of Moriah, son of Ahitub. <coughs> Azariah was the chief officer of the house of God. Okay. It's the chief officer. Yeah. Other returning priests were Adai, Adai, God damn it, stop laughing at me. (laughs) Son of Jeroam, son of Peshur, son of Milkja, and Masai, son of Adil, son of Jezerah, son of Meshulam, son of Meshulam, son of Immer. Yeah, those guys. I got it. I got it. It's all clear now. Shut up. (laughs) I just can't with all these names. It's just. (laughs) I mean, I understand why it was important to them. Like, I just defended why it was important to them. Yeah. But yeah. that is a separate subject of why it should be important to me. Right, right. And me tripping over this shit. Yeah. In all, 1,760 priests returned. Wow. They were heads of clans and very able men. Very able men. Yeah, Not just they able were. men, but very able. Yeah, they were. <laughs> They were responsible for ministering at the house of God. Is that what the kids call it today? I mean, they were able to. I'm ministering. 
able to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the Levites who returned from Shemaiah, son of Heshub, son of Az Azrakam, son of Hashabiah, a descendant of Merari, Bakbakar, Haresh, Galal, Mataniah, son of Micah, son of Zikri, son of Asaph, son of Obadiah, son of Shemaiah, son of Galal, son of Juduthan, and Berechiah, son of Asa, son of Elkanah, some who I, I messed up. I was just like, my mouth was going ahead of me. <laughs> son of, son of, son of, son of, oh, sorry, yeah. son of Elkanah, who <laughs> lived in the area of Natofa. Yeah. I, there, yeah. What? I don't know. I had something in my brain and then it left really quick. That happens to you. It didn't stay there very long. No. And I, I just felt like I had to say something, like I had to interject something. So I think my mouth started moving before my brain fully, like, collated a thought. Kind of like how my mouth kept moving with son of, son of, son of. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, rein it in. Yeah. The gatekeepers who returned were Shalom, Akub, Talman, Ahayim, and their relatives. Shalom was the chief gatekeeper. And gatekeepers must have been a really important job. They needed a key master. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> Prior to this time, they were responsible for the king's gate on the east side. Eastside gang, what? <laughs> These men served as gatekeepers for the camps of the Levites. Okay. Shalom was the son of Kor, a descendant of Abasaph, son from the clan of Korah. He and his relatives, the Korahites, were responsible for guarding the entrance to the sanctuary, just as their ancestors had guarded the tabernacle What's the difference in the camp a, of the Lord. What's the difference between a gatekeeper and somebody guarding the entrance to a you know the place? Um, the entrance to the house might not be the same as the gate to the lands. Okay. I just wonder. Is my, my guess. I just wonder what the different distinction is between those functions. That's all. I'm, I'm going to guess that one is the entrance to the land and one is the entrance to the house proper. Got it. Okay. Like the grounds. Sure. Versus the building. Okay. Phineas, son of Eleazar, had been in charge of the gatekeepers in earlier times, and the Lord had been with him. I said that, like, as though I know what I'm talking about, and I don't know that for a fact. Like, that's just my guess. Right. No, I gotcha. And later, Zechariah, son of Mishalom, was responsible for guarding the entrance to the tabernacle. Okay. In all, there were 212 gatekeepers in those days, mm. and they were listed according to the genealogies in their villages. It's a lot of gates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so many gates. Mm -hmm. David and Samuel the seer had appointed their ancestors because they were reliable men. Ah. But were they able? I don't know. They were reliable, but were they able? Well, reliable is one, one step, you know. Removed? From, it's just, you know, at least they're reliable. Right. They'll show up, you know. So if they're able, that means that they're reliable and able? Maybe, but able doesn't necessarily mean reliable. Oh, so... It means they're able. So, so it's not a vend... It, it'd be better if you were reliable and able, I think. I was looking for a hierarchy of, like, each step up the chain includes all of the things beneath it. Right, right. But you're saying it's more like a Venn diagram where sometimes those things overlap. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine so. Okay. Yeah. The ones that are reliable are sometimes able, and sometimes the ones that are able are also reliable. And but those, maybe sometimes there's people that are neither, and then they get, they're not in the circles. Right, they're not in the circles. So why are we even talking about them? I don't know. I was dumb. They're to probably at the them. Barley Party. 
<laughs> These gatekeepers and their descendants, by their divisions, were responsible for guarding the entrance to the house of the Lord when that house was a tent. Remember when the, the tabernacle? House was a tent? You mean? Remember when the house was just a? tent? I do. It was the tabernacle. Yeah. The gatekeepers were stationed on all four sides: east, west, north, and south. South. Yeah, go yeah, figure. All four. All four. All four. But not southwest or northeast. No, not those ones. Right. What are those cardinal directions or some shit like that? I don't remember. Oh, me neither. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Their relatives in the villages came regularly to share their duties for seven-day periods. The four chief gatekeepers, all Levites, were trusted officials for they were responsible for the rooms and treasuries at the house of God. They would spend the night around the house of God since it was their duty to guard it and to open the gates every morning. Mm. I okay. hope they had, like, cots right? Like, pillows and stuff. I mean, maybe they were supposed to stay awake all night to guard it. Like, maybe they took... Well, they would have taken shifts, probably. Oh, that's true. I would need a place Although, the- there were some t- points in the, the Bible where people were just, like, always... Like, they slept... Remember when, uh, was it David that taunted the people mm-hmm. and, like, by going into their camp because they were all asleep? Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes guards just... They just go to sleep, you know? Sometimes guards sleep. Like, fuck it. We'll hear if somebody walks up. If I'm going to guard something, I need a place to plug in my CPAP machine. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Some of the gatekeepers were assigned to care for the various articles used in worship. They checked them in and out to avoid any loss. Damn. Got it. Yeah. They were like library cards back in the right, day. Right, right. Others were responsible for the furnishings, the items in the sanctuary, and the supplies, such as choice flour, wine, olive oil, frankincense, and spices. But mm-hmm. it was the priests who blended the spices. Don't you touch the fucking spices. You just make sure they're there. Yeah, it's the priest's job. Mattahiah, a Levite and the oldest son of Shalom the Korahite, was entrusted with baking the bread used in the offerings. You bake that bread. It's too bad they didn't have bread machines. Right? Nobody would have. It's so much easier for them. Just throw that shit in that machine and push the button and call it done. I mean, it's not quite that simple, I found out, but... You know, you, it's much simpler. You made some really good bread, but I did. then you tried to. I tried um, to wing it. You tried to wing it, and you fucked that shit I all up. I fucked it up bad. Did I think you probably broke the machine? Honestly, you think so? I don't know. You haven't used it since. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you shot your confidence. Right? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Well, I mean, we did get the bread maker from a thrift store, so there's we did. that. We did. It was brand new. It was like almost still it in packaging. Still in the there, box. Right? Yeah. yeah. And you, the first couple batches were really good until you went off direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we all know what happens when you go off direction. You end up with uh, cinnamon in your potatoes. Oh, God, that made me cry when you did that. <laughs> I'm sure I've told this story before, but there was a time when I was just craving potatoes so bad. Like, I just needed that salty, yummy potato in my mouth. I you were sick, too. I was sick. I just, I needed potatoes. It was the only thing that sounded good. And you brought them to me. And I was like, what is this on it? And you were like, just try it. (laughs) And I was like, no. And it was cinnamon. And it tasted like shit. And I cried. I cried because it was the only thing I wanted. But you don't understand. There was cinnamon on it because I fucked up so many other things. I was trying to cover up the rest of the crap that I fucked up. I did understand. and It was so bad. And I still yell at you like to this day so that... There were so many spices in that thing that I put together mm-hmm. that it was probably more spice than it was food. Yeah, and I was like, why can't you just cook the fucking potatoes? Nobody told you to get fancy with it. I was, just, I was, I was trying to make something, you know... Just don't. You don't know enough special. 
but you don't know enough about how in that spices... moment in that moment I thought I was a gourmet chef. Okay, just I mean I don't know what else to say. That's what I thought. It's I just, thought I could handle it. I I understand that you thought that, but you're you're stupid. You were wrong. And have I tried to put cinnamon in potatoes since? No, but you did similar when you tried to um, get jiggy with the fucking bread maker. Well, yeah. You went off direction. But I didn't try to serve that to anybody. No. <laughs> no, he threw that away. And you were like, well, I fucked that up. Right, right. Yeah, just some people are meant to experiment in the kitchen and some people are meant to follow directions. Mm-hmm. You are meant to follow directions, my son. Right. Don't don't get crazy in the kitchen. Right, right. But you know what? When you do follow the directions, you make really good food. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I can follow those directions real good. Mm-hmm. You do. It's tasty. Yeah. And some members of the clan of Kohath were in charge of preparing the bread to be set on the table each Sabbath day. The musicians, all prominent Levites, lived at the temple. They were exempt from other responsibilities since they were on duty at all hours. Wow. Man, they were like 24-hour That kind of sucks, right? That, I like, can't. I guess you can't have a family and stuff? Or like, what's... Right? Like, oh, I gotta go. Sorry. Right? I'm, I'm literally... No, they sleep there. So, like, they literally live there. That's crazy. Yeah. All these men lived in Jerusalem. They were the heads of Levite families. At, I mean, they had families. Well, some of them didn't necessarily... I mean, they were talking about other people just than just the musicians, so... And were listed as prominent leaders in their genealogical records. Yeah. That's just crazy. It is crazy. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't either. So we're moving into a next section. We're going to talk about Saul. Okay? Okay. J.L., the father of Gibeon, lived in the town of Gibeon. (laughs) His wife's name was Makah, and his oldest son was named Abdon. J.L.'s other sons were Zur, Kish, Baal, Ner, Nadab, Gidor, Ahio, Zechariah, and Mikloth. I can't tell sometimes whether these are the same names or just, like, the same people. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many names that get doubled mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like, it's so hard to follow because there are people that have the same names. And then there's also, there's... Times when I'm, we're talking about people we've already talked right, about, but yeah, from a different angle. It's really hard to follow because I'm like, I don't know if these are the same ones that they mentioned before or what, but... I have a feeling right now these are ones that we've already heard. Okay. Because they're talking about them from a different angle. Got it. Got it. Okay. Mikloth was the father of Shemian. All these families lived near each other in Jerusalem. Ner was the father of Kish. Kish was the father of Saul. Saul was the father of Jonathan, Mil- Malkishua, mm-hmm. Abinadab, and Eshbaal. I, I knew, I mean, I so, knew yeah, some of those at see? least, yeah. yeah. Jonathan yeah, was I in love. Jonathan with David. <laughs> yes. Jonathan was the father of Meribbaal. Meribbaal was the father of Micah. The sons of Micah were Pithon, Melech, Tereah, and Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Jada. Jada was the father of Elimeth, Asmaveth, and Zimri. Zimri was the father of Moza. Moza? Moza was the father of Benaiah. Benaiah's son was Rephaiah. Rephaiah's son was Eliseah. Or no, Eliasa. Eliasa's son was Azel. Azel had six sons. I'm going to name them off. Ready? I'm ready. Whose names were Azrakam, Bokhara, Ishmael, Shariah, Obadiah, and Hanan. These were the sons of Azel. The end. Yay, the end. Woo! I don't, I didn't learn a damn thing there. 
I mean, except for they're returning from exile. They are returning from exile. So there's that. There is that. And there was a little bit of story at the beginning. Mm-hmm. A little bit. We're getting there, guys. I mean, you we know, are getting it's better there. than nothing. It is better we got, than we nothing. we got to take our wins where we can get them. You're right. I apologize. So. We need to celebrate the small victories. That's right. And this was a small victory. Very small victory. Very, very, very the small. tiniest of milestones. Microscopic. Yeah. But, you know, we're there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. We're getting through this Bible, Ho- you guys. Hopefully there's less names next time. Fewer. Fewer names Not less, next time. Fewer. You no, know you're wording. Yeah, I don't. You don't word good. I, I, I don't <laughs> word good. You don't name good. I do not name good, y'all. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, that was First Chronicles chapter 9. Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow we'll be back with... First Chronicles chapter 10. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday, by which I mean a couple of minutes ago because we're recording these back to back? They're coming back from exile. They are. Yeah. They're coming out we of had, fucking like, Babylon. We had a few seconds of story at the beginning mm-hmm. of last week. Mm-hmm. That's, that's giving me hope. I'm you like, mean I yesterday, mean, not last week. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what I meant. Yesterday. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But it's giving me hope. I'm like, we're maybe, almost there. Maybe there's some more story like in this one. Maybe yeah. maybe it's maybe they intermix it. Maybe mm-hmm. there's maybe there's some better stuff. I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful too. I'm being hopeful here. Well, let's go see what's gonna happen. All right. So yesterday we did First Chronicles chapter nine, nine. Mm-hmm. and today we're jumping into First Chronicles chapter ten. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. <laughs> Okay, First Chronicles chapter ten. Happy Friday to you. <laughs> what? What the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm excited because this one's a little it's bit a, short. And we're, we're getting like, through, and we're almost done with these these names. Fuck like, Chronicles. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Chronicles. Right. Fuck Chronicles. Fuck Chronicles. Okay. Now the Philistines attacked Israel. Did they now? Mm-hmm. Okay. They attacked them for no reason. Right. Like, they just I mean, came obviously, out of yeah. we're the you know this, these are God's people. They obviously attacked them for no reason. It mm-hmm. was not justified, unlike the times when they attacked them for sheep land and stuff like that. Right, you know, I right. mean, when the Israelites the attacked Israelites them, Israelites are allowed to attack whoever yeah, they you, want. You just, I mean, if they if your sheep need to graze, it's obviously a good reason to kill people. Oh God. Okay. So um, the men of Israel fled before them. Many were slaughtered on the slopes of Gilboa. Oh, isn't that blessed mountain? I don't know. Or is that Curse Mountain? I don't know. It's one of the mountains. Is it one of the mountains? It is. Okay. The Philistines closed in on Saul and his sons. Remember Saul? Oh, this is back. Okay. Where was Saul? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they killed three of his sons. Jonathan, Abinadab, and Malkishua. I do kind of remember this. Yes. Mm -hmm. The fighting grew very fierce around Saul, and the Philistine archers caught up with him and wounded him. Okay. Wait. they, They wounded him. So, yeah. wait, this is where the guy was, mm-hmm. isn't this where the guy was in the field with him and then he came? This is one of the um, contradictions? contradictions that I couldn't get to. Right, That I right. read about. Right, But so I like, couldn't say. The guy came, I, just just to reiterate, I think the guy came back with the, the dude's head, right? Mm-hmm. And was like, hey, they killed him in battle, right? Yeah. And then they mm-hmm. killed him. Pretty sure that for, was like, all. you know, yeah. having killed him or whatever. Yeah. They so, killed the, the messenger. head bearer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, they killed the messenger. Mm-hmm. Fucking assholes. Right. All right. So, all right. All right. I'm ready. Let's do this. Saul groaned to his armor bearer, take your sword and kill me before these pagan Philistines come to taunt and torture me. That poor guy. He got killed for nothing. Right. Fuckers. But his arm bearer was afraid and would not do it. Oh. So Saul took his own sword and fell on it. Oh, damn. 
Right. Yeah. When his arm armorer armor bearer arm whatever. The guy that bears arms yeah. realized that Saul was dead. He fell on his own sword and died. Oh, shit. Right? This is not the story we heard. Right. Yeah, this is not the story we heard. Because that dude came back in the last one. I have been sitting on this for so long since we talked about the Saul contradiction episode. Yeah. Because I read it and I couldn't say anything about it. Because right, it, right. the contradiction was in Chronicles and we weren't there yet. Yeah, not only did he kill himself, but his armor bearer who was with him killed himself too right that's crazy right so saul and his three sons died there together bringing his dynasty to an end when all the israelites in the jezreel valley saw that their army had fled and that saul and his sons were dead they abandoned their towns and fled yeah so the philistines moved in and occupied their towns i mean that's ha what happens in war i guess you know could you imagine like so we um our country goes to war with another country invades it whatever yeah and then me and you just like walk in after the fighting's done, and we're like, doo, doo, doo. I like this house. We'll just live in we'll this take house that one. now. Yeah, that yeah. one's nice. Yeah, this one has a bidet. And... Right, yeah, a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, a, and a hot tub in the back. I don't know. Right, Fuck. right. I mean, get the pick, right? I want a garage. Oh, you want a garage? a garage? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, a, and a workshop shed in the back. Yeah. Because I want the garage to be a garage, not a workshop. Really? That we can't park in. Okay. I want to be able to park in the garage. Because we have such nice cars that we need to keep. But it snows here. <laughs> it would be nice to have our cars in the fucking right, garage. that's fair, that's fair. If we don't... Then, look, no, no, I said that's gonna, fair. I said that's fair. I'm just saying, if we're not going to park in the garage, why not just make it a giant garage-shaped shed? Right. You know? Yeah. Without the garage door part. I said I said it was fair. Okay. It's all good. We'll we'll do that. Okay. Yeah. When when we take over the land. Yeah. From you know somebody that we conquer. Yeah. Yeah. When we walk in and choose the house. Yeah. Okay. And I've always wanted a bit. At least at least we have this life plan worked out. You sure. Know, we, we're gonna have this one. This one, if it ever happens, we're solid on it. So yeah. we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Would you use a bidet? I've always wanted one. I don't know. Uh, you would. I mean, have I would to try at least it. try it. You would try it. I'd at least try it. But I'm, I mean, okay, so when I was a kid, I lived in Italy. Yeah. And all, everything, bidets were just common. They were in every bathroom. They had bidets for days. Bidets for days. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys got to watch <laughs> Julie Nolke and uh, Pulp Comedy on YouTube. Um, they did good. So, yeah, bidets for days. Right, right. Um, but I, I did not understand them because I was just a little kid. And I didn't understand their purpose. And... So I can't really, they're, they're like little sinks. But you didn't ever drink out of it, did you? No, 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 <laughs> no. But I did let my Barbies bathe in it. Oh, okay. Because the Barbie pole shaped size. Mm, okay. Size shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Perfect. Right. Yeah. So my Barbies and my mom would come in and be like, don't play in that. <laughs> and and now me. you know why. Why? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. The next day. You know, back at the farm. Mm -hmm. When the Philistines went out to strip the dead, they found the bodies of Saul and his sons on Mount Gilboa. Okay. I, I'm almost positive Mount Gil Gilboa is Bless Mountain. Okay. All right. So they stripped off Saul's armor and cut off his head. Oh. Oh. That's wait not a what second. we read about, right? Well, but now the guy that, that this could actually explain the thing, not necessarily be a contradiction. Right. Because they did cut off his head. Now, mm -hmm. if somebody takes it back to. Um, whoever it was, right? Then that would make sense, right? But let's we, we're not there yet. So no, let's let's yeah. read the rest. Then they proclaimed the good news of Saul's death before their idols and to the people throughout the land of Philistia. Okay. 
they placed his armor in the temple of their gods, and they fastened his head to the temple of Dagon. That is definitely Dagon. not not taking it back to the people. Right? So Holy shit. Yeah. But when everyone in Jabesh Gilead heard about everything the Philistines had done to Saul, mm-hmm. all their mighty warriors brought the bodies of Saul and his sons back to Jabesh. Yeah. Then they buried their bones beneath the great tree at Jabesh, and they fasted for seven days. So Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord, not because, you know... Because he was killed in battle. Right. Right, yeah. He failed to obey the Lord's command, and he even consulted a medium instead of asking the Lord for guidance. I mean, he was kind of a dick. He kept trying to kill David and stuff, you know? But at the same time, God liked him at one point, too. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then he kind of went crazy, and I feel like that was God's fault. Yeah. If there, you know, if there was a God, you know? Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I agree. God could have stopped all that from happening. He could have. So the Lord killed him and turned the kingdom kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. The end. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Well, that was story. That was story. That was story, damn it. We're almost through this. I think we're, we're yeah. Well, think, like, we're we reading shit. This is, I, I, I don't know. I thought it went to like the chapter 11th 11. chapter. Yeah, but, that's what I but thought. But now maybe this is like a respite and then we got one more and then, then 11 <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know i don't know how to take this but i enjoyed but it if you didn't skip this one be glad you didn't skip it because there's right? story right it's a great way to end the week yeah no oh was, i mean like you couldn't ask for a better way to end the week you know yeah. after all those fucking names it was like it's friday have a short chapter and, and have some story and it's got some substance yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and we even had a contradiction that we caught it in the middle of it. Right? Like, it doesn't get any better than that. that was, we had coffee, even. We did have coffee. Yeah. This was the best episode it's, it's ever. It was a great episode. I, I, I don't know how wish, you guys feel about it, but we loved it. <laughs> I kind of wish I could go back and, like, be funnier. And, like, right. Because, like, we, I didn't we, we, know. Did, we were kind of sunken beforehand, mm-hmm. like, thinking names, right? Yeah. And like, now, I didn't know to be better on my game right right we didn't know we had to be on the ball yeah shit which you know what we should always be on the ball that's we should on always us be on the, yeah that's on us that husband. is on us yeah definitely okay. we'll do better next time you guys well i mean I, I think it was, it was all right it was all right they're okay right but even with names we should always be on our well, game i mean it's hard it is hard it's really hard it's really hard you guys yeah so anyway that was first chronicles chapter 10 Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow we're going to be back with... First Chronicles chapter no. 11. Incorrect. No, tomorrow is Saturday. <laughs> I am so sorry. And so tomorrow, Saturday, we're doing Saturday Q&A. And right? then, yep, and on And then on Sunday, Sunday, we'll do Sacrilegious Book Club. And, and that evening, husband will post the weekly wrap-up. Correct. Or replay. I usually do it in the morning, but okay. whatever. Okay. Sometimes I'm lazy and I do it in the evening. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Well, and you then, usually try to include the book club and the... Um, yeah, which we usually finish the night before, so oh, like... Oh, that's true. You know. Okay. I don't know what I'm talking about. So anyway... Yeah. Wife Sunday doesn't know what she's talking the, about. Shut up. <laughs> and then on Monday, we'll be back with First Chronicles chapter 11. There we go. Okay. That's better. Good All call. right. Good catch. We will see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Wife. Do you know what today is? What is today? Q&A Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the day that it is. It is today. It's today. Um, today is that day. So what What are we going over today on our Q&A? Um, well, remember how I thought that the mountain that Saul died on was Bless or Curse Mountain? <laughs> yes. So 
I have a correction on that. You were wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. Okay. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit. All right. And then um, we didn't have a lot of questions because it was all just like names, names. and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I did find some like nice summary things that have to do with like showing the the um, chain, like chain of custody, basically. Got it. Got so it. we'll talk about that a little bit. Okay. Sounds good. Let's uh, get on into it. Okie dokie. All right. Okay, so remember when Saul was dying, right? I do. Okay. And there was the contradiction Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Saul, Israel's first king, led a charge against the Philistines at Mount Gilboa. The battle ends with the king falling on his own sword, and Saul's sons, Jonathan, Abinadab, and Melchishua, or whatever his name is, yep. being killed in battle, right? Sure. And then King David, who hears about the tragedy after the battle, curses the mountain, and he says, Ye mountains of Gilboa, let there be no dew nor rain upon you, neither fields of choice fruits, for there the shield of the mighty was vilely Cast away the shield of Saul, anointed with oil. I don't know if you recall that. That was in Second Samuel that sure. David was like, "Fuck this mountain forever." Right, right, right. So, "fuck this mountain forever" only lasted like uh, several thousand years, um, <laughs> <laughs> because okay. because if you visit um, Gilboa Mountain, which is not Blesser Cursed Mountain, to be clear. Sure. Sorry, that was my bad. Right, right. I just wanted it to be... I think anytime you hear the word mountain, you're just like... Yes. It's Blesser Cursed Mountain. Yes, it's true. I'm trying to make connections where there aren't. Right, right. So, if you visit the Gilboa Mountain in winter or spring, the mountain's masses of wildflowers... Yeah. Totally go against that fucking curse. Got it, got it. Um... But if you go in summer, all you'll find are dried plants, shrubs, and these purple globe thistle. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And on the mountain, located within a pine forest, is a short biblical trail there that you can take, like a touristy thing. And it's lined with Hebrew plaques describing the biblical events that took place on or near the Gilboa Mountain. Interesting. Yeah. You can see where Saul died, huh? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or something like that. Right. right. Yeah. So, um, oh, also when I was looking up that, um, there was this argument in the comment section of one of the little things I read about this. Yeah. Where they were like, um, now that Israel is its own state, the curse has been broken and that's why there's plants growing there now. And then other people were like, Israel was... Um, granted that by God, not by man. And they were like <laughs> arguing it. It was just ridiculous. And I couldn't. Right. So. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't, I'm not here for that. Right. Right. Okay. So that's Gilboa. There's always excuses for anything. Mm, so. Mm, mm. Okay. So, um, I wanted to better understand what was happening and all these names and shit. Yeah. So. Here's, I'm going to go through this, like, brief thing real quick, okay? Names? No. <laughs> no. Okay. So, the chronicler, the author, yep. starts with Adam, right? He's the first man. And then goes through Noah, um, you know, the story of the ark, and he's the guy that God made a promise to. Yeah. 
Okay. Then Abraham, with whom God made a covenant. Right. And then Jacob, whose sons would go on to form the 12 tribes of Israel. Sure. Which is the backbone of Jewish history and culture. Right. Okay. Noah's sons make up the people of some of Israel's enemies, like Ham is the father of the Canaanites and the Philistines, for example. Right. Okay. Noah's other son, Shem, is the great times a hundred whatever grandfather of Abraham. Right. And that's like all those names and stuff, they fit in there. Yeah, yeah. And then Abraham's son, Isaac, has a son named Jacob, a.k.a. Israel. Right. Okay. Yep. So then... Uh, Jacob's son, Judah, has a son named Perez, who is the many greats ancestor of Boaz, who married Ruth. Like, yes, that Ruth, the book of Ruth. Ah. I did not realize that, um, that she was married to that guy and that that guy was related to Judah. Yeah, yeah. So Boaz and Ruth's great-grandson, David, becomes a king of the Jewish people. There it is. David had a ton of wives and a ton of sons, the most famous of which was Solomon, who had even more wives and Don't sons. Don't forget, David danced naked, too. Oh, he did. He was swinging that ding-dong mm-hmm. left and right. Yep. So, okay, going back to Jacob, though. Um, his son Levi was great-grandfather to Aaron, Moses, and Miriam. Okay. See, I didn't understand all these connections. Right. It'd be nice if they drew the connections in some and sort of a... skipped the unimportant people. Right, Like, right. I don't need the... I yeah, don't give need me the, the Give me the short version. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought this was, like, this helps make it a little more succinct. Right. right? Yeah. So Moses led the Exodus. Aaron and his sons were in charge of the tabernacle. And even after the Israelites settled in the Promised Land and Solomon built the first temple in Jerusalem, the descendants of Levi were still in charge of many holy functions, as we know. Sure. Okay? Yep. So... Um, another of Jacob's sons, Ephraim, he's the ancestor of Joshua, okay. who led the Israelites into the promised land after Moses died. Right, right. And then his son, Benjamin, Jacob's son, Benjamin, yeah. had a lot of kids, the most famous of which is his descendant, Saul, Okay. who became the first king of Israel. And that, yeah, that, because, yeah, I remember that, actually. I just, they brought him from the land of Benjamin, which they didn't say he was, like, benjamin's descendant but right you know yeah i just i i didn't connect that all of these people are descendants of fucking jacob but then again like so at some level like we were going over this in the asimov book too the the tribes like benjamin and stuff like that right Mm -hmm. when they're talking about these people in in the you know in the bible they're referencing them as people but they're supposed to be representative of a tribe not necessarily a person true so it's it's weird how they 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 do two things. They try to reference them as a group, and they also try to reference mm-hmm. them as a direct lineage as well. And so you're not sure which is which. Right. And when it applies. Yeah, it's very confusing. And so Saul also had a son named Jonathan, who was David's best friend. Right. Was or, the end of that. You know, something. Yeah. Oh, he was something. <laughs> I still say they were lovers. They were too close. Right, You know, right. just too close to each other. Yeah. So, Saul was appointed king of Israel by the prophet Samuel. Saul starts to be bad and the people want a king. So, God is like, fine, whatever you fuckers, but you'll be sorry. Right. And then God tells Samuel to go out and find a new king. And so then David. Yes. Right? And David befriends Saul's son, marries his daughter, and wins all kinds of battles. Right. Kills a giant, what the fuck ever. Yeah, he had his tens of thousands. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Saul is over 
overpowered in battle, and after his armor bearer declines to indulge Saul's request, Saul falls on his own sword and dies. At least in this, in the Chronicles so, right, version. Yeah. The Philistines find Saul's body, strip him naked, cut off his head, and start spreading the good news that the king of Israel is dead. Right. Okay? And that's where we're at now. So that okay. was all of Chronicles 1 through 10 How hard was summarized. That? How hard was that? Could have been one fucking chapter and we'd have right? been done, right? Right? My God. Like, to recap and then, you know, just go over what I just said real quick. Right. That was so much easier. Right? It makes so much more sense, though, too, right? Yeah. Like, Okay, so yeah. I'm really glad that I had to go back and look at this, and I'm glad that we didn't have a more pressing question, so that I could give a little bit of attention to right. this. Right, no, I mean, it. I, I feel like it's not unimportant what they cover as far as the lineage, but, like, the way it's covered and the amount of people that they list off is actually unimportant, because you can't possibly. Right. You, you can't possibly. Like, that should be a chart that's in the book, not, right. like... Something that is supposed to be read. Right, right. Something that you reference as as a chart. Yeah, they could get rid of that whole chapter in place of a fucking picture. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and the summary. That, that, they could get rid of these, like, nine chapters that they mm-hmm. dealt with with just names. Yeah. And just do a fucking chart. Yep. That's yep. it. Yeah, actually, um, I don't know if you recall, but early on, when we started talking about Noah and... All of his people, I had printed out a, um, like, all of the tribes of Jacob yeah. thing. I was, I actually pulled that back out and referenced <laughs> it as I was putting this together. Gotcha. Because I just, I couldn't, I couldn't hold all of the names and relations in my head at once. I had to see them on paper to understand right. how they all fit together. Because in my head, they're just, like, all a bunch of people over there. The end. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, that was very helpful to me. Yeah, Hope no, it was helpful to other people, too. Definitely, definitely. You got anything else today, or was that, that was, uh, the extent of uh, this Q&A today? This Q&A was just about how I was wrong about Gilboa and how um, here's what really happened. Okay. Well, I think the good news is that we're heading into the meat of this mm-hmm. book, so we mm-hmm. we have not as many names going forward from here, I don't think. Correct. And... Uh, I could always be wrong, but from what we can see and what we think we know, yeah, not as many names, so um, that's that's happy. Yeah, no, I um, in researching this found that um, yeah, we have reached the story part now. Yeah, I mean it is going to be story that we already know, but hey, that could be. But a good you know thing. what? Like it could be different takes on it. It could be a little bit right. more different information. It is, it is different takes you know? on it. So like I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to look. Well, I mean I'm looking forward to it way fucking more than names. Yes, definitely. So there's that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us today on mm-hmm. our Q and A. Q and A Saturday. And we'll see you guys again tomorrow for Sacrilegious Book Club. All right. See you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you know what today is? I do. It's Sacrilegious Book Club. That's right. And late. And late. Yeah. It's my fault. Sorry. <laughs> I was very busy this last week and I did not finish up on time. So it's but here we are out on Still the correct day. Same day. Correct yeah. day. Just, just late. Yeah. So. Sorry. 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 I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. less sorry than wife is sorry. I'm very sorry to <laughs> my husband who 
is being funny now, but was mad at me. <laughs> and I'm very sorry to the listeners. And I'm very sorry to the algorithm. May it ever forgive me with its mathematical blessings. Right, right. Etc. Yeah. All right. So we are doing the book club today. And what uh, what are we going over? Um, we are discussing the book of Joshua. Specifically, we will be covering Joshua, Jericho, Gilgal, the Wall of Jericho, and Ai, and Gibeon, and I think Ajalon. Got it. Okay. Sounds good. Interesting stuff. You ready to get on into this? I am. Let's do it. Okie dokie. Okay, so if you are a Patreon supporter... You already know this. Yeah, you are already aware that this conversation was coming. Because why? Because... Because our Patreon members are... They're fantastic. They're awesome. They are. They're the best. Not that you guys aren't the best. You are also... That aren't aren't Patreon listeners. You are the best, but they are the bestest. (laughs) I mean, honestly. I mean, they're giving us money. Right? They're supporting us. They are. So, thank you, Patreon supporters. Thank you, Patreon supporters. And so the thing that they know that you are about to find out is that um, we have a problem with Asimov. We do, unfortunately. And we like, were... I mean, not un- I guess not unfortunately. It is what it is. But I love Asimov. You love Asimov's writing. Yes. You don't love Asimov. I know. No, I don't. I never knew the dude. You yeah. know, he was... Apparently he was, he was an old lech. Before I knew who he was, even. He was an old lech and a very sexist piece of shit. Right. And was and very was proud of it. grabby and proud of it and blah, blah, blah. So um, we had some questionings as to whether or not we should continue using his book or not. Yeah. And um, we decided yes with caveats. First of all, um, we had also talked at some point about taking a break because we are catching up in the book club too quickly with our daily chapter reading. Correct. And we will soon surpass with Asimov where we are at in our actual Bible reading. Yes. And that but we are going to do something different. Right. So what we had talked about was, or what husband and I had talked about was, um, we're going to finish up Joshua because that Joshua was a good stopping point. Um, because he's kind of part of the the hexatuch, you yeah. know, the pentateuch hexatuch right, right, right. thing. Yeah. Um, it, it's just it makes for a good stopping point, and then we're gonna do some Jewish fairy tales and legends and stuff. Right. In right. the meantime, so if you guys have any recommendations for books for me to cover, that would be great. Right, and, and then, we're not going to stop doing the, sac- no. the book club. We're just going to slow down our role a little bit. Yeah, at some point we are going to return to Joshua, or return, not to Joshua, but to um, Asimov. And because we decided that although he's a piece of shit, <laughs> we are getting a lot of value out of this book. Yeah. It's really helping me understand, I mean, even just what I'm going to be going over today, um, it, it's too valuable to throw the bathwater out with the baby. And what or throw you... the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> Everybody throw your baby. <laughs> and 
drink your bath water. And what what little well, well what feedback we had on Patreon said that we should keep going with it as well. Yeah. Um. So I think there are a lot of people that really appreciate the information that's in this book. Um. And you know we're just going to caveat it before every episode with you know he's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, we will definitely be um, letting everybody know at the beginning of every Asimov episode that Asimov sucks and he is gross, but his work was just too invaluable to yeah. not continue reading and that we're sorry that such a piece of shit made such, wrote such greatness, you know? Yeah. It so I, you know, we talked about offsetting your, uh, your, um, what do you call it? Your your love of something. So like, you know, with a, with a donation or something like that. So we oh, highly yeah. encourage you, you know, since we are getting something from somebody who was such a, you know, kind of a womanizer, um, not correct. Not, not, not a great guy. Yeah. So if you um, are so inclined, maybe donate to a woman's battered shelter or battered woman shelter or, you know, something along those lines, a rape like, crisis line, right. Anything um, that, that offsets the, the harm, I guess. Not, not that anything offsets the harm, but no, no. helps offset the harm, I guess. It, it allows you to feel maybe a little less gross listening right. to yeah. s- words that came from a garbage human. We're sorry that we got into all this way into the book before we found this out. Yeah, so yeah. That's, just, but was, that's on us. It was due to the... We found it out because of a Patreon episode we did. Yeah. we did some research. And yep. We did a separating the art from the artist Patreon episode. Yeah. And... I saved the bombshell for the end of that episode, oh. and husband did not know it was coming. No, I did not. So if you would like to become a supporter to hear... If you want to hear me almost cry. Yeah. Almost. Not yeah. quite, but almost. It, it's worth the... Uh, what's the lowest tier? $2 a month? Yeah, $2 it's a month. It's worth the $2 a month, I think. Yeah. So, right. yeah. Um, at any rate, let's <laughs> almost get into this garbage human's work. Yes. The Book let's. of Joshua. And so I'm going to read Wife has broken out the book this time. Like, normally there's just notes, but the book is here. I have reason for it. (laughs) Um, Because, okay, let me read you the first sentence of this chapter. And I did, like, a record scratch, okay? Okay. Okay, so under Joshua, page... um, Oh, what page is this? Shoot. It's page 208. Okay. He says, To the Jews, the first five books of the Bible, the law made up the first of three grand divisions of the Old Testament. Okay. Wait, what? What does that mean? (laughs) Three grand... So, I had to rabbit hole that shit. Right. Okay? So, this is what I discovered. And he goes over it a little bit, but not to my satisfaction. Okay. I needed more information. So, this is all wife here. This is all wife here. Yeah. Wow. And Wikipedia. Well, yeah, yeah. Other Googles. Right. Okay? So... The first five books, we already know, that is the first section. Pentateuch. Okay? The Pentateuch. The Law. The Book of Instruction. Moses' book. You know, the Torah. Right. Okay? All of those things. And that's um, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Damn, you just, like, snapped that right off. I did. And I wasn't (laughs) reading them on my phone either. Right, right. I was making eye contact with husband so he would know (laughs) that I was not reading (laughs) <laughs> okay, but for the next ones, I will not be able to do that. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Because here's why I brought the book out, really. It wasn't just to read that first sentence. Because I could have done that by copying and pasting it onto my phone. Sure. Okay? Um, the the second section of... Okay, the first one is the Pentateuch. Yeah. The Torah. 
Okay. Yeah. The next one is the prophets, also called the Nevi'im. Okay. Or Nevi'im. Okay. Okay. And that section, this middle second section, is um, broken into three different parts. Okay. Okay. So we've got the first part is the Torah. The second part is the prophets, broken up into three parts. Yeah. Okay. So first, there's the former prophets, and they're also referred to as the early prophets. And that's Joshua, Judges, the book of Samuel, the books of Samuel, and the books of Kings. Got it. Okay. Okay. And then the second in this second group is the latter prophets, the major prophets. And that is Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel. Okay. Okay. Yep. And then the third of this second group, okay, <laughs> yeah. is the minor prophets. And that is all of the last 12 books listed. Oh. Okay. Okay. And those are Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. Okay. Okay? Yep. So those three sections, the former prophets, the latter prophets, and the minor prophets, all fall under the prophets, which is the second group. Got okay? it. So we've got the Torah. We've got the prophets. Yep. Okay? The last group is the one that's considered least important by um, Jewish readers of this book. Okay. Okay? And that's just the writings, also referred to as the ketuvim. Okay? Yeah. Um, it, too, is broken into a couple sections here. Okay. okay. Yep. First, we've got poetry and wisdom, which consists of Psalms, Proverbs, and the book of Job. Sure. Okay. Okay. The next group is the five magalot, magalot, something. It means the five scrolls. Okay. Okay. And... They were actually one piece of writing. Got it. Okay. And that's why they're like listed together. Okay. Ruth. So we've already read one of these. Okay. The book yeah. of Ruth, Esther, Ecclesiastes, the Song of Solomon, which is also referred to sometimes as the Song of Songs. Wait, the Song of Solomon was in one of the books that we've read already, correct? Or is that a separate it's something book? different. It's okay. it's its own book. Oh, okay, okay. okay? All right. Because, again, it's sometimes called the Song of Songs. Got it. It just depends on what Bible you're reading. Okay. And Lamentations. Got it. Okay. And then the third of the um, writings are First and Second Chronicles. So we have literally, we are literally currently reading the least important <laughs> Yeah. Of the Bible. Got it. Okay. Got it. I mean, um, you know, get the worst first. Get, sure. get the worst out first. Sure. You know? So the books of Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, and Daniel. Okay. Okay. Yep. So just to recap. Yeah. The Bible is broken into three parts and they go in order of importance. The most important, obviously, is the Torah, mm -hmm. which is the law. The next one is the prophets which is broken into three sections, okay. and the writings, which is also broken into three sections, you can call it. Sure. And the writings are the least important. Okay. Okay? Yep. So I wrote this. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Asimov says 
The Israelite army under unified leadership is pictured as conquering the entire land in a brilliant set of campaigns. Right, but that's not true. Actually, he continues, <laughs> as would appear from other evidence in the Bible itself, the conquest was far more disorganized, gradual, and imperfect than that. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So next we come to Jericho. And we know what he did there, right? The walls, they came a-tumbling down. Yeah, they did. Mm -hmm. So Jericho is on page 210. Okay. And the book of Joshua itself starts up right after Moses goes belly up. Right, right. right. So Moses dies, and then we start with Joshua, Joshua. boom, and he takes over. Yep. Okay, Joshua Ben Nun gets promoted to commander-in-chief. Mm-hmm. All right? Yep. Then he prepares to attack Canaan by sending two spies into Jericho. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. And they went to, they got held up in the, um, the whore's house. The whore's house. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what Asimov says. Okay. Yeah. Jericho is a very ancient populated site and there are signs of a town having existed there prior to 5000 BCE. Wow. The city faced by Joshua may have been the third located on that site damn the first two each having in its own turn been destroyed got it okay and then um though the city was well fortified which it was right the spies quote discovered morale within the town to be disastrously low they had no trouble finding refuge with a harlot he says yeah named rahab who was willing to betray the town in exchange for safety during the inevitable sack. Right, so they knew shit was coming down. Mm -hmm. They knew it was coming, even though their city was well fortified. Right. Okay, so next we come to the section called Gilgal, which is on page 211. Okay. Okay, Um, Joshua chapter 4, verses 19 and 20 reads, And the people encamped in Gilgal in the east border of Jericho, and those 12 stones which they took out of the Jordan did Joshua pitch in Gilgal. So, like, what the fuck is Gilgal, right? Right. Okay. A Gilgal is a circle of stones, literally. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And Asimov says, a circle of large stones had religious significance to the men of the Stone Age. The most famous and largest such circle still surviving, at least in part. Right. Do you know? Mm, no. Large circle of stones. Stonehenge? Yes. Oh, okay. Stonehenge in England. Yes. Okay. And he continues saying the fact that Joshua ordered that 12 stones be taken up from the temporarily dry bed of the Jordan, because remember he caused it to, to split so that he could walk through it. Right. Okay. And then picked up 12 stones, right? Yep. So just because he did that and picked up 12 stones does not necessarily reflect the 12 tribes of Israel, Hmm. but may instead have related to the 12 months of the year, which would have held enormous significance to an agricultural society. Okay. Um, Think about Stonehenge. We've decided that it was a calendar of sorts, right? Right, right. And so these 12 tribes and 12 stones, they may be more calendar than 
um, religion, but then again, calendar and religion seem to go hand in hand. Right. So, I mean, the, even with the 12 tribes, that could also still go back. Like, you, yeah. that could be part of a calendar type reference right. at some level, exactly. too. Exactly. So I'm going to take a little bit of issue with him there and say. And, and that's um, just conjecture from, sure. from me and sure. you. So, but yeah. still, it seems a little. Like, 12 is definitely a number that they utilize again and again and again. Mm hmm whether it's for tribes or for whatever but you but know they were, maybe it's a combination they you know? were aware of the change of seasons and the fact that there were 12 months right to a year to circle the sun right so 12 would have been a significant number to them regardless yeah so yep. i can see that um the next section is the wall not um trump's wall but the wall and then in parentheses of jericho Right. That wall. Yeah, that one. Okay. On page 212. So, you know how, like, they were circling the city and then the walls came tumbling down, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that was ridiculous, it remember? It was ridiculous. So, the ritualistic parades circling around the city and blowing trumpets and dancing and shouting and shit. Yeah. Probably served to, quote, dishearten the city's defenders as well as to cover the sight and sound of... Joshua's men slowly undermining the city's walls. Got it. So they were like, don't look at us like digging into the ground and, <laughs> you know, making your walls fall down. Now, I, this may be me putting something that I saw on Twitter in here, but I thought I understood that the walls had actually gone down in like an earthquake like hundreds of years prior to this incident there is conjecture of that but no proof but okay. regardless why would these guys be just dancing and singing and blowing horns around the city right like it just doesn't make sense yeah and they're like the walls are totally gonna fall and then they just do <laughs> like right at the correct moment right like right. unless they could totally predict when the earthquake was coming it's just, it's not too much further before the sun stops moving. So, I mean, you know, right. uh, well, I've some got, weird shit, you know, I've happened. got some words about that. Yeah. So, don't you worry about that. Right. So, thus a new Israelite Jericho was rebuilt upon the cursed site. Oh, wait, no, I skipped a paragraph. My oh, bad, my sorry. bad. Um, okay, so they were going around it and they were um, undermining the walls and then the walls fell. Sure. Right. yep. And then... They were cursed to not, like, Joshua made a curse and said, nobody will rebuild here forever. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So despite being cursed to remain destroyed for all eternity, towns aren't built for no reason, says right, it's Asimov. A good, it's a good site. It's unlikely that such a prosperous position can be allowed to stand empty forever, whatever the curse resting upon it. Right. Thus, a new Israelite Jericho was rebuilt upon the cursed site, during the reign of King Ahab, which we oh. recall because we said at the time, wait, I thought that that land was cursed. Yeah, we did. That's so, right. Yeah. So that happened. Yeah. Which survived and flourished through New Testament times. Dang. Right? Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. But it too was destroyed. Oh, man. And rebuilt yet again. <laughs> that town's not got a good string of luck. But this last Jericho still exists today. Oh, okay. Yeah is currently under Palestinian control. Okay. And that's not as of Asimov's writing. I double-checked it to make sure what yeah. was what. Right. Um, Jericho is claimed to be the oldest city in the world, and we can understand why. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, so the next section is I or A. 
Okay. Spelled A-I. Right. On page 214. Okay. So Joshua, overconfident from his success in Jericho, attacked the neighboring city of Ai with too few numbers, and they were beaten off. Do you recall that? Yeah. And I just said beaten off. (laughs) Yeah, I did. So the Israelites planned a more careful attack and ambushed the city from within after luring the Canaanites out. I remember that? I do. I do. Yeah. And we then, were talking about how ridiculous. I remember we were talking about how ridiculous it yes, was at the time. Yes. Like, come on, really? Right. So I was sacked, burned, and destroyed. And unlike Jericho, it was never rebuilt. Oh. Okay. okay. Yeah. So apparently that was not a prime spot. Guess not. Yeah. So okay, the next section is Gibeon on page two fifteen. Okay. And Asimov says the two victories of the Israelites over Jericho and over Ai put all of Canaan into a state of urgent alarm. This was particularly true of the city of Gibeon. It was very likely to be the next target of the Israelite army. Got it. So here's what happened. The Gibeonites worked wildly, according to the Bible. Wildly. Wildly. Yeah. Okay. With with wild. Yeah. They used wild. Sure. They were wily in a wily fashion. Yeah. And they pretended to be from far away. Do you remember this? I do. I do. And so they had worn out clothes and moldy food, and they pretended to be ambassadors from this place far, far away, and they made a peace treaty. Yep. And then when the deception was discovered, the treaty was still honored, and Gibeon wasn't destroyed, and nor were its people slaughtered. Right. right? I thought that was really weird. And we thought that was really weird because they were basically like, ah! just kidding we're from right here we're just over the hill right and we were like how did the israelites not be like oh well fuck you right yeah you're gonna die yeah right so and asimov agrees like that was our thought at the time right yeah asimov agrees he says it is difficult to see how the gibeonites could have fooled joshua in this manner or to believe that the fierce israelite invaders would have honored a treaty Secured by deception. Right. However, the writers of the book of Joshua, while describing an ideal and complete conquest of Canaan, had to account for the known fact that some Canaanite cities maintain a reasonable degree of independence into the time of David and Solomon. Oh, wow. The tale of the trickery of Gibeon was one way of doing so <laughs> without detracting from Joshua's military glory. I see. Right? So it's just all a ruse. Yeah. That's awesome. Go figure, right? I mean, like, yeah. They just rewrote shit to, you know, make Suit somebody themselves. look good. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So I thought you would appreciate that Yeah, one. No, that's good. That's good. Right? Okay. So the next section is Agilon. On page 216. Okay. Regardless, the defection of Gibeon to the Israelites was another serious blow to the Canaanites. Right, right. The Canaanites were like, fuck me. The petty kingdoms of the south formed a confederacy against the common foe and marched against Gibeon in order to force it back into the Canaanite ranks. Right. Gosh, I had a problem with that. Yeah. How dare you make peace with them? We're going to make you fight with us. By fighting you. Exactly. That exactly. Makes they were like, no sense. get back over here. Right. So Joshua moved his forces to protect Gibeon, which we found so weird that they like right. honored this, right? Yeah, yeah. And in the valley of Ajalon, he made the sun stand still. Right. Okay. I remember that. I love this. Asimov says, 
Men used these verses 25 centuries after the time of Joshua to fight the Copernican theory that the sun stood still <laughs> and the earth moved about it. Oh my God. After all, if Joshua has to order the sun, stand thou still, it must imply that ordinarily the sun is moving. I'm surprised we haven't heard that argument from Tucker Carlson lately. Right? <laughs> So, or somebody like that, you know, yeah. like, I mean, some of the shit that we're seeing now. Right. Is just absurd. The anti-science nonsense. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, I just thought, oh, so the writers were using what was happening to them in their day. Yeah. They were using that to shape so, the story of centuries before that. What what you're saying to me, I think, is that basically the Bible has always inspired Fox News type thinking yes that's awesome yes that is correct <laughs> anti-science bullshittery right yes yes all right yeah but that really helped like knowing what else was happening in the world at that time that it was being written really helps put it into context right right i just can't imagine getting up and, and arguing with a scientist who has spent you know a lifetime observing the behaviors of celestial entities you know mm -hmm. And, and saying, no, but this book from, like, 3,000 years ago, though. Right? Like, what? Like, Get the you, fuck off the stage, man. Have you read it? And have you actually, like, compared it to what was happening at the time? <laughs> right. Because I'm not saying I've read it. I'm only just now reading it. Right, but, I'm like, we're saying... reading it, and it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, the book is ridiculous. It is. It is. It's just, it's absurd. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the mildest amount of research lets you know what was happening at the time it was written. Right. The various parts. And you could say, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, this is shit. Right. This is bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Not God's word. Man's word. Man's a liar. Right. Right. So, there you have it. Yeah. Fucking proof. Proof. So, Using it as proof. I know. That bothers me. I know. So next week, we will finish up the book of Joshua, and with that, we will take a break from Asimov. The following week after that, we will start some Jewish fairy tales and legends. Yeah, and that should be really fun, I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been some stuff that we really wanted to dive down some rabbit holes with. Yes. And I'm really, really looking forward to doing that. Me so, too. Um, and like I said, like we said before, we're not ditching Asimov. We're just slowing it down. Yep. So... And, and I think it's good to take a grace period to reflect on the fact that we've been venerating such a horrible human. Yeah, that too. Um, definitely don't want to, you know, forget that that's part of the reason we're kind of chose this moment to slow down too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we are going to stick with it. We sure. are going to finish it. Yep. And um, I don't want to put an exact time frame as to when we'll be doing the next one after we get done with Joshua. But... Maybe once a month, maybe once every couple of months. I don't know, It'll, but we'll, we'll be we'll be moving it along here and there mm -hmm. over time. Just yes. slowing it down to match our speed that we're going kind of with the Bible somewhat. Mm -hmm. So, yep. Because I'm kind of enjoying going back, and you know, as we're reading further ahead and saying, "Oh, right, yeah, that's that's what that was." That makes okay, sense. and yeah. that relates to what we're reading now. So you know what I mean? Like that that's been cool. really kind of cool. That has been very cool. Yep. So. I don't want to not come back to that part of it. Definitely. I really appreciate that part. Definitely, definitely. All right. Well, I think that's all we've got for today for the book club. That is all we have for Sacrilegious Book Club. All right. Well, thanks, guys. And uh, 
I'm going to be getting the weekly replay here out in just a few moments after this one goes up. And then we'll be back on Monday with... Oh, I wasn't prepared for you that. Weren't, you weren't prepared for that. I wasn't prepared. No, you not, always I just, throw to but me. I, but I pointed at you. I you know. You should have been ready. when I. The finger means you're ready. <laughs> Go. But I'm not, though. Um, <laughs> we are in First Chronicles, and it's going to be, what, chapter 11? Yes. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> All right. I'm good. We'll see you guys. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 